0: This is Pocket Watching with JT, the call-in financial talk show focused on helping you get your money right. Jason Thornton is a certified financial planner, licensed in both tax and investments. Now this is not personal financial advice. This is JT's real reaction to all your money and business questions. Are you deep in debt, living paycheck to paycheck, and looking for a way out? Call Pocket Watching with JT, the financial advisor for the people. Need more? Book your personal consultation with my man JT at pocketwatcher.net. Now, let's go pocket watching. Hey, Pocket Watchers.
1: Welcome to Pocket Watching with JT. And listen, I know, I know, I know. It's exciting. All of you, a lot of you are excited about what Uncle Biden just did this morning. But, you know, before we get ahead of ourselves, let's take a deep breath, let's relax, all right? Gotta make sure that I give a big shout out to the nearly 60,000 pocket watches out there. Thank you guys so much for supporting the content. I appreciate it. Now, listen, make sure you hit that like button, right? Subscribe, share the content because I think this one is gonna be a good show. So if you read the thumbnail, then you know what's going on. This is another edition of Change My Mind. So apparently, Uncle Joe, President Biden, has announced his plan to forgive student loan debt. Now, obviously, there are some criteria you have to meet to get your student loan debt forgiven. It's not gonna be all of it unless you have around $10,000 worth of student loan debt, but we're gonna get into it. But here's here's my my main point, right? Before you start to bite my head off, take a deep breath, relax, just listen. Listen to my argument first. From my point of view, and I would love to hear what you guys think. You can be in the chat, or you can give me a call in a minute, not right now but you can give me a call in a minute and you can let me know what you think. But this is my point of view. You don't deserve student loan debt forgiveness. You don't deserve it. There's no reason why you should have it. You you did nothing to earn it. That's the main point. Now you can change my mind. Maybe there's a compelling point that you may have where you can say that, no, 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 pocket watch it. I deserve to have my student loan debt forgiven. I would love to hear your side. But let me give you my point of view first, then we can have the conversation, all right? So here we go. In the world of financial planning, there is a term that we use, and it is called moral Hazard. See, I mean, the average person—I yeah, mean, that's not a phrase that you hear on the street. <laughs> you know, I'm not a big-time uh, uh, street guy, but I'm pretty sure hood dudes, pookies, and Ray Rays—they don't use the term "moral hazard" a lot. Just my guess. But tonight, I'm going to give you a little bit of a lesson. Of what moral hazard is, so when I was in school and I was studying uh, risk management risk management is a is a you know fancy way to talk about insurance really talk about risk management what you're talking about is insurance planning and when I was in school and they was teaching us about risk management, when they were teaching us about insurance planning, they taught us the term. Moral hazard. And moral hazard basically means that when there is a lack of incentive for you to protect against a certain risk, you're going to see someone behave in riskier behavior than they normally would. Let me kind of, you know, explain that out a little bit. Moral hazard. Moral hazard means if someone is aware that their actions, regardless of what they are, are not going to be met with consequences that they will be responsible for, you will see that individual engage in more risky and more risky behavior because they have no fear of the consequences. Let me try to break it down to a kid who grew up in the 80s and the 90s. When I was really young, if you really wanted to do gaming the way, I mean, gaming today is different from in the early 80s. In the early 80s, gaming was going to the arcade. See, a lot of you kids are probably unfamiliar with this world, but there used to be things called arcades. And when you would go to the arcade, it would be a store, a shop with a bunch of video games in it. But here's the thing you had to pay to play the games, you would have to get a pocket full of quarters to play the game. And there would be a line of people that you would have to wait into just to get to the most popular games, right? The most popular game, there would be a line of people around you know, like around the little arcade waiting for that opportunity to play this game. I know it's a different world now, But in the 80s, this is what it was. And you didn't have a lot of time. I mean, if you stepped up and you were playing the game and you ran out of quarters, I mean, it, it might take you 45 minutes to an hour to get back to that game. Most times, you would just say, forget it and play a different game. Because it would take way too long to get back to that game. So here we go. When gaming changed and it was a lot more playing with home consoles, the concept of the free replay, just the reset button, right, it changed things up. When you had to play a game and you knew you had to put money in the machine to continue to play, you would see a person play the game a little bit more cautious. Right, you would you would make sure that you're playing the game within the lines of the way because you wanted to survive as long as possible in the game. But when you got to just press reset and you're just playing, you know, over and over and over again, with no consequences, you could do whatever you want in the game. It didn't matter. You you could try every door, you can jump around. It didn't matter because at the end of the day, there was no true consequence. Because even if your player died, it's not as if there was a consequence other than press and reset and trying over again. All right. So what what is the point I'm trying to make? I'm trying to get you to understand what moral hazard is. There's a concept within insurance where if you insure a certain behavior overly, like too much, then you're probably going to see a person attempt risky behavior because they know at the end of the day the payout is going to be more than whatever the consequence is. And if the payout is more than what the consequence is, you're probably going to see that person in a situation doing reckless things that they would not ordinarily do. Okay, so what are we talking about here? All right, so let's let's make sure we're all on the same page. Why do I consider President Biden and his administration pushing for this student loan debt forgiveness. Why is this a moral hazard? Why am I saying that it will actually end up hurting more people than it helps? The issue is many of you out there who are very excited that some of your student loan debt or maybe all of your student loan debt is going to be just wiped away. It's going to go away. That is going to create a moral hazard for everybody after you. See, life doesn't happen in a vacuum. For everyone who's going to receive the student loan debt forgiveness, understand there's a generation and a generation and a generation of students coming after you who are going to believe, even though no one has promised them any student loan debt forgiveness. They are going to believe that because it happened for you, it's going to happen for them. And they're going to go out and get loans in in more risky situations because they believe there's a safety net. They believe no matter how reckless they get with the student loans that they take on, it doesn't matter because they remember when their father or their uncle or whoever. They did the same thing and the government bailed them out. So while this may help many of you who are going to get the $10,000 or maybe even the $20,000 student loan debt forgiveness, what are you going to do when all of these students after you start to go out and get the $20,000, $100,000, $20,000 student loan debt, For useless majors and useless degrees, we're just gonna end up in a deeper hole than we are now. Why? There is something to be said about actually cleaning up your own mess, there is something to be said about you actually taking personal responsibility for your actions. When you receive something, that you didn't deserve. So let's not act like I'm I'm speaking way out of turn here. A child can get a toy that they did not deserve. Any parents out there, I'm sure you're aware of this. It actually happens in real life. If you give a child a toy that they did not deserve, meaning they have not earned it in any measurable way, their behavior hasn't reflected it, what they do at school hasn't reflected it, You just gave a child a toy that they did not earn. Well, you will see, maybe not day one or day two, but by by week three or month four, they do not appreciate the toy because they didn't earn it. Just as easy as they receive that toy, they expect to receive its replacement. And that's my beef. That's the moral hazard because I guess Biden's going to wave a magic pen and 10 to $20,000 worth of student loan debt for I believe it's at around 20 million people out here. It's just going to go away as if the rest of their lives are going to be so much better if they didn't earn the discipline and gain the discipline through actually working out their own financial problems. I'm telling you, they're going to end up in an even worse position. Not all of them, but based on percentages, there is a high probability that many people who are going to receive this new student loan debt forgiveness, they are going to fall deeper in debt in some other aspect of their life because they don't deserve it. You're giving a child a toy who didn't deserve it and you're spoiling them but that that that's my point of view but so let me bring up my brother maybe he can calm me down pull me away from the cliff bring it to the stage <laughs> mr orlando minor what's
2: hey what's going on there <laughs>
1: what do you think about this man uncle uncle joe is giving away ten thousand dollars apparently
2: yeah yeah he's giving it away give it away <laughs> you know he you know midterms coming up so he's got to do something man you know that, that that's what <laughs> he, he got to uphold on what he said he was gonna do you know <laughs>
3: listen
1: man real real quick shout out to the new member of my youtube channel thank you so much for joining the membership to dean t in the building thank you so much i absolutely appreciate it so listen i i we're gonna watch a little bit of the press conference, then we're gonna start right. taking on calls. We're gonna of course we gotta start taking on calls because I'm sure everybody and their mother is gonna explain how the pocket watcher is wrong. So, you know, yeah, I can start calling here, I guess. See, yeah, I can go ahead and start calling. But listen, people, don't cuss me out. Let's act like adults here for a second. Just because you disagree with me doesn't mean that you have to hate me. I'm just trying to change your perspective on this topic. That's it. But I'm I'm more than willing to hear your side of the story but let's let's, we're gonna pull up we're gonna pull up here the uh the clip of uncle joe giving away money sounds like you know feels like he's kind of buying some votes here but you know you never know maybe maybe (laughs) i'm being too cynical
2: I (laughs) maybe i'm being too too
1: cynical I feel like but, he's, he's, he's trying to buy some votes here, man. Is, he's,
2: he's a politician, man. He's a politician. Of course, you know, you can't say he's buying votes, but you know.
1: Man, I'm telling you, ultimately, in the, at the end of the day, I feel as if it's going to hurt more than it helps. But
4: let's let's hear what Uncle Joe has to say okay. in his own you say. words. Approaches why America's economic recovery, economic recovery was faster and stronger than any other advanced nation in the world. And now it's time to address the burden of student debt in the same way. Working closely with the Secretary of Education, he's got the hard job, you know, Secretary Cardona. Here's what my administration is going to do, provide more breathing room for people so they have less burdened by student debt. And quite frankly, to fix the system itself, which we came in, we both acknowledged was broken in terms of anyway. there are three key factors what we're going to do today first, we've made incredible progress advancing America's economic recovery we've wound down pandemic relief programs like the ones on unemployment insurance and small businesses it's time we do the same thing for student loans student loan payments, pause, is going to end (laughs) (laughs) this man said
0: pause is is this Dave Dash (laughs) Dave Dash is the president now Come
2: on, he said he said he 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 wound it down, but what he should have said is it ran out of money. <laughs>
1: wound it down. No, sir, the funds ran out because there were so many scammers that were taking millions and millions and some people say billions of dollars. I didn't just say, Oh, right. we're gonna reel this back. Come
2: yeah, on, yeah, Come on, who you
1: think you're talking to, do, Joe? Stop it, stop it. This man said. Oh,
2: Pause. Come uh, on, man.
1: Y'all, whoever's working the teleprompter, listen, man. Um he's an old man. Stop it. Stop making him do so much. Stop it. Maybe I should have just did like three dots. Don't do pause. You do, like <laughs> dot, 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 dot. Now, if 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 Joe comes on and starts saying dot, 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 at <laughs> that point, no more press conference. Press conference is over. Have just someone funny. come out. As his as his talking head and let them do it because when he starts saying dot 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 dot, it's over. He's like, old oh, man. Leave him alone. Let let yeah, come on.
2: Yeah, man. Yeah.
1: This man said pause. I, I bet you Dame Dash is somewhere just giving them like. <laughs> Dame Dash is like I knew it. One day, one day the pre- I had the president of the United States yelling out pause.
4: All right, we got to get through this. We got to get through this. All right. And end December 30 I'm extending to December 31st 2022 it's going to end the down the road that time
1: I know write that he said it's going to end so for you those of you out there who haven't made a payment on your student loan in what two three years how long has it been oh dude
2: I think it's been two 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 years at least oh my god at I, least it's been two he, years he, at least
1: they keep kicking the can down the road but they do look look, look at the look on his face he looks serious so he's telling you all right, december 31st that's it january 1st 2023 you gotta start making payments on your student loan again all right so you just give you a heads up don't act like y'all brand new january Listen. 1st is time to start paying
2: <laughs> you 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 know what's gonna happen january 1st with the when those loads get back turned back on So many people are gonna be are gonna be delinquent on it. You come in right. Listen, right after Christmas. Are you kidding me? Come on, man. (laughs) Oh, you tell me. Right after Christmas,
1: money when they're when they're spending way more more money than they should on Christmas gifts. Is that what you're telling
2: me? Right, that's what I'm telling you. (laughs) Get ready for it, man. Get ready here we go come
1: on all right but he says out of his mouth that you got to start paying january
4: 1st 2023. it's time for the payments to resume second my campaign for president i made a commitment i made a commitment that would provide student debt relief and i'm honoring that commitment today using the authority congress granted the department of education we will forgive ten thousand dollars in outstanding federal student loans. In addition, students who come from low-income families which allow them to qualify to receive a Pell Grant will have their debt reduced twenty thousand dollars. Both of these targeted actions are for families who need it the most. Working and middle-class people hit especially hard during the pandemic making under $125,000 a year. You make more than that, you don't qualify. No, hun- right, let's
1: right, let's be clear here. That's a little, that's a little, uh, <laughs> that's a little misleading mm. because that's if you're single, $125,000. You can mm. make $250,000. You can make a quarter of a million dollars if you're married and still get this.
5: Hmm. Yeah. Interesting.
1: Struggling. Struggling hmm. on a quarter of a million dollars. All right.
4: Kansas, 20,000. Hmm. That's interesting. High income individual or high income household on top of the 5%, in the top 5% of incomes, by the way, will benefit from this action period. In fact, about 90% of the the eligible beneficiaries make under $75,000 family. Here's what that means. If you make under $125,000, you get $10,000 knocked off your student debt. If you make under $125,000 a year and you received a Pell grant, you'll get an additional $10,000 knocked off that total for a total of $20,000 relief. 95 percent of the borrowers can benefit from these actions. That's 43 million people. Of the 43 million, over 60 percent are Pell Grant recipients. That's 27 million people who will get $20,000 in debt relief. Nearly 45 percent can have their student debt fully canceled. That's 20 million people who can start getting on with their lives. All this means people can start uh, finally crawl out from under that mountain of debt to get on top of their rent and their utilities. Come to on, man. finally think you're about buying a home <laughs> and starting.
1: Listen, man, this this, 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 this this cry me a river. You're talking about okay, so you're talking about okay, a person that's making around $75,000 a year.
3: Okay, mm-hmm. that's
1: not bad because the average is around 40 something thousand
0: dollars a year, but
1: they're mm-hmm. making around 70 something. Thousand dollars a year. You're telling me this ten thousand dollars is the difference between them buying a home or not? I, I, is, no. is this?
3: No. <laughs> right, no. No. Of course, of course, <laughs> no. <it's> not. <laughs> of
1: course, ten, this no. ten thousand dollars, student loan debt forgiveness, is not what's keeping them from buying a home. It's 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 not. That's not what's making the difference, Joe. <clears throat> it's just.
2: It's, <laughs> is, it, is it me? It's not. No, no, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's so weird because I, I know you guys don't want to, you really don't want to hear it, but this, this whole chain of reaction of spending more money is what we're trying to get away from. That's the reason why we have this really high inflation is because Please. we've done so we've printed so much money and now we printing it again. Now I know you, you don't really care about that. You want the $10,000 and I get that. That's fine. Go for it. Do what you got to do. But I just want you to know this. If you were bad paying debts, paying back your debts, you got a bunch of credit card debt, uh, car loans, all that stuff, guess what? Those interest rates are going to continue to go up because this is another stimulus that is going to push up inflation and the Fed is going to continue to raise rates. And all of you guys out there with those variable rate, interest rates, credit cards, all that other stuff, it's going to go up. So you may not pay for it now, but you will pay for it later, especially if you have a lot of debt.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I, I want to touch on, we got Chris Tucker in the building, right? right. Is that Tucker or Trucker? That, listen, thank trucker, you for this trucker. trucker. Chris <laughs> Trucker. Chris Trucker. Thank you. I appreciate the super chase. It says, ain't nothing wrong with a gift every now and again, buddy, calm down. Listen, listen. Hey, if you get a gift, cool, but let yeah, me yeah, let yeah. me try to break down what I'm talking about. Maybe here's the issue. Let me, let me try to break down what I'm talking about. Uh, I, that was a show maybe 10 years ago. I don't know how long ago it is now, but I'm sure many of you are aware of the name of this show, or at least you were aware of the show when it was on the air. It was called The Biggest Loser. You remember that show, uh, Orlando? Yeah, I do. The, bi- the Biggest Loser. The Biggest Loser was like a hit when it came to weight loss shows, right? Mm -hmm. Here's the premise of the show for those of you who may be too young to remember what The Biggest Loser was about. The Biggest Loser was about having people who were morbidly obese come to like this secluded area where they got chefs to cook their meals. They got personal trainers to work them out. And it was a competition. And whoever lost the most weight won the competition in the end. If you were someone who didn't lose enough weight, you were up to get voted off the show and you had to continue working out on your own until the Mm -hmm. show ended. All right, that's the premise of the show. Now, if you were a really, really big fan of the show, like I was and my wife, you would know that they would do catch-up episodes, like little reviews. Maybe someone from season two will want to check up on you in season eight. <laughs> see how you're doing. Right right.
3: right? right. You know,
1: they want to say, how, how's, how's Jim doing? Jim lost 100 pounds in season two. We're in season 12. Let's see how he's doing now. More than often, when we would check on the person who did so good with the personal trainers, who did so good with the chefs and all the attention, when we would go back and check on up on them in a couple of years, not only did they get fat again, not mm-hmm. only did they regain all the weight that they lost on the show, they were even bigger than they were before <laughs> the show.
3: Oh. Let me say
1: that again. While they were on the show and they got all the support In all the attention, in all of the things that they normally wouldn't get in their everyday life, Mm -hmm. they lost the weight. When they had the incentive of the money, I think the money, what was it? Like 100 Gs? I think it was like 100 Gs or something like that. Something like that. Somewhere around It's not there. even
2: that much now.
1: Right, right. Not, not, not <laughs> Back then, that was a lot of money. Right, right. But while they had the incentive of the money, the fact that they were on TV, they had personal trainers, they had the attention of the world watching them, they lost the weight.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Circle back a couple of years, not only did they gain the weight back, they gained more weight, meaning they were in a worse situation physical condition after being on the show than they were before They're, now I can understand you gain a little bit more weight right I, I can get there. right right you lose right. like 150 pounds on the show you might gain back a good 60 but you're mm-hmm. still doing great right you're still doing good for yourself yeah but to lose like 150 pounds on the show then gain back like 200. Why moral hazard, (laughs) they were given something and they were given it in such a way that they did not create certain lifestyle habits long enough beyond the short term. See, their mind was focused on the end of the show. Mm -hmm. After the show ended, they went right back to the physical habits that they had before the show even more so because they they are in their mind i know how to lose weight so i'ma eat more than i did before the show because i know how to lose <laughs> weight now <laughs> then what happened they're even bigger so that's the point i'm not saying that the biggest loser didn't help a lot of people lose weight it right. did but how many people gained back more weight than they did before the show? That's that's the point that I'm trying to make. I'm going to get to the calls. Give me a second. Let me see who, who we have. Oh, Lord, have mercy. All right, listen. We got a lot of calls.
2: <laughs> I knew it was going to be one of these shows. Yeah, I told one you. Of those. I, you this did tell be me. one of these shows.
1: <laughs> listen, people. I don't know where my likes are, but we got almost 500 people here. If the likes aren't at, at least somewhere around 350, I'm not not taking on the calls until the likes get up to 350. Because if I'm going to sit here and take the verbal abuse from all the people who think I'm wrong, you're going to hit the like button. Bare minimum, you're going to hit the like button. So I'm going to go through these super chats. I got caller from 804, caller from 313, caller from 702, caller from 929. I got all these calls. Listen, I'm going to get to y'all, but we need at least 350 likes. On this video, before I take on the call, so let me go through, go through these uh, super chats. Hey, we got Square Biz in the building. What's going on, Square Biz? It says JT, uh, the opposing argument has very little to do with with morals, okay, and everything yeah. to do with capitalism. Ten thousand barely covers the cost of one semester, especially uh, yeah. at HU. Yes, yeah, Square Square Biz is an alum of Howard University School of mm-hmm. business. Shots out to right. square business. But I, I, I get the point, but the thing that I'm trying to make is whenever you take away the negative consequences of a person's actions, you will see them engage in riskier and more risky behavior. It's documented. This is what I learned in school. They taught us about this. When you put someone in a situation where their actions have little to no consequence, especially when they know someone else is going to put the bill. When they know someone else, here's an example, Orlando. Yeah, yeah. Here's one that some people may recognize. Now, it's been a long time since I've been in the dating game. Me and my wife met in college and been together for a long time. But I can tell you this, I have been on a date before. Where when I took the young lady out
2: mm-hmm. to dinner, okay. for
1: some reason, she would order things from the menu that she hmm. would never order on her own. Like if her if okay. she and her girlfriends were going out to Red mm-hmm. Lobster or Ruth Chris, there is no way that she would order the things that she would order when she knew someone else was hmm. paying the bill. Once
6: wow. again, okay. a moral hazard. <laughs> See.
2: but go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so, but you know what, what we're going to get a callers and I'm pretty sure callers are going to say this. Well, that's not me, JT. That's not me. What will you what are you going to say about people like myself who are very responsible and need this $10,000, it's going to help me so much. But I'm very responsible with my stuff. And there's a bunch of other people out there that I know that are just the same way. So I don't really know who you're talking about, JT. Right, right. Because everybody yeah. I know is very responsible.
1: And listen, I'm, I'm, I'm all <laughs> for it. I'm just waiting. I'm looking for any of my moderators. Let me know where the likes at moderator so we can get this thing popping. Let me get the, the phone lines adjusted. So here here we go. It's going to be calling from 804 804- then call her from 313, then call her from 702, then call her from 929. Oh my God, This okay. And then there's call her from 510. So just just give me a second here while I get the phone lines popping. For my moderators, please update me on where the lights are while I get this thing going. But here's the deal, people. When you get on this phone line, I need you to do me a favor. Point number one, if you are on the phone line and you know the order that I'm taking these phone calls, Turn down the device that you're listening to us on. If you're listening to us on your phone, on a tablet, on the big screen in your living room. If you're talking to us through the phone, go ahead and put that on mute or walk out of the room so that we can actually have a conversation and there's not a lot of feedback on the phone. So I need you to do me that favor. All right. So let me look here and see. Let's see where these likes are at. See if it's time to take on some calls here. Um, wanna, we, had, we had what? We had 207?
2: <laughs> they said they really mad, huh?
1: Listen, listen. There's 500 people here. We had 207 likes. 207 likes. So I'm going to give you guys some time. I'm going I'm to leave you guys with some messages from uh, more Money Taxes. But when I come back, we need to have 300 likes. We need to have mm, at least 300 mm, mm, likes. So come on, man. Listen to these messages from uh, Mo Money. Hi, I'm Mike Evans with Mo Money.
0: Tell me, what do you know about Mo Money? Brother, all I know is I was here last night getting my taxes done, and today,
7: this Mo Money all the way. You know what I'm saying? And how about you? In here yesterday, back today to get my check. This Mo Money stuff is real. I'm Mo Money for life. Out of slow money? Well, come to Mo Money, because we about there. To... Mo Money
0: Taxes, and once again, it's on, and I got the hookup. (sighs) Mo Money Taxes. Come down and see us, and you'll be glad that you did. At Mo Money Taxes, you're more than just another number. This year, we're offering our 30-second refunds to go along with our next-day refunds. Come down and see us, and you'll be glad that you did.
8: Continuing saga of Mo Money Taxes. Norfolk Police are investigating the tax preparer, and they have alerted the IRS about customers' complaints. Where's my check?
7: That's the question all of these people want answered. The IRS is basically verifying to us that their our money is here in their bank account. Friday, crowds gathered at Mo Money Taxes in Norfolk. On Granby Street, owner Mario Brady told us he printed 50 checks and 30 did not clear. The banks have refused to cash their checks, saying that there is fake. I mean, that is unacceptable. Federal agents raided the headquarters of Mo Money Taxes in Tennessee this morning.
8: You may remember 10 on your side traveled to Memphis for local Mo Money customers who claimed they didn't receive their refund. We continue to follow another developing story. New tonight, tensions continue to run high as customers wait for their tax returns that they say were not getting from Mo Money taxes. You can see the level of anger just a few hours ago at this Norfolk location off Brambleton. Angry customers who say they were promised refund checks and didn't get them broke windows and police were called to break up the angry crowd.
9: That's just ridiculous. Marcus Eves, a former customer who says he filed his taxes with Mo Money in 2007, is worried about what we recently uncovered behind this Mo Money Tax Services location on Elvis Presley.
10: This is wrong for, you
5: know, files to be out here. This is people's personal information that Anybody could have come by and
9: gotten. Investigators are now looking into the discovery of thousands of documents thrown into three dumpsters behind the facility. Shortly after authorities arrived on scene and put up crime scene tape, so did Marky Granberry with Mo Money Taxes.
0: Normally, uh, we would have all files shredded uh, and. and uh, shredded or whatever but this we don't throw files in the garbage can
9: i asked him what happened and why the documents were not shredded our lease was up
0: on this operation so i assumed the landlord went inside of the location and for whatever reason he decided to throw the files in a dumpster all
1: right we are back we are back let me read these super chats while the likes continue to go up so we got a jt do you think this could create another industrial complex, but in higher education. I mean, if you ask some people, there's already an industrial complex within <laughs> higher education. When you talk about these uh, these school-only edition books and these books that from year to year, they flip-flop the, the chapters from one end to the other end of the book, just to make sure that the student coming... You know, the next year has to buy the new book and not buy a new old book and, you know, all this stuff. So some would say there already is a industrial complex when it comes to higher education. We got Shonda King in the bill says, JT, this will increase someone's net worth. Uh, Yep. As a middle-class taxpayer, I'm fine helping out the less fortunate, sometimes rather than Mm -hmm. corporations that don't uh, always deserve it. Well, hold on here. I I appreciate your charitable instincts. I appreciate it. But here's the thing. Helping out. All right. Well, who are we helping out in this situation? Hopefully, we can get to these calls and we can find out exactly who we're helping out here. But- Someone who makes one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year, who has student loan debt, I don't consider that person technically a charitable case. I, I just mm-hmm. I I don't. Maybe that's me. Maybe the pocket watcher is just some mean old guy. But if you make one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars a year and you have student loan debt that you can't manage for some reason, I wanna I wanna know whose fault is that? Is it? the government's fault that you took out the student loans and weren't able to manage the loan that you took out? Or is it society's issue? Is something wrong with us and it's, it's our fault? Or is it the actual person who took out the loan, got a job, is making $125,000 a year, mm-hmm. but still wants government help?
2: You know, maybe maybe it's me. Uh, but that's personal accountability, man.
1: Oh, listen, personal those are the two words that will make a liberal run screaming to their mother personal responsibility <laughs> is like kryptonite to superman it's like it's like onions to a vampire right it's like, it's like a garlic garlic to a vampire it's like it, personal responsibility no it's like slow down. it just means that the actions that you take you're responsible for
2: yeah it's that simple
1: it's that but it, they it, they don't they
2: don't want to hear it, that it, it, it's that simple man
1: they don't want to hear that all right uh i'm trying to monitor any of my moderators up in here with the lights says that money can't go to no more well yeah (laughs) it can't go (laughs) to more bbls now what would happen is the money that would have gone to student loans because uncle joe is paying it they're using that money maybe to fly down to miami and get some bbls but they can't directly hopefully they cannot directly take this ten thousand dollars and get a BBL. Hey, we got my brother. Listen, (laughs) when I say my brother, listen, every member of Phi Beta Sigma is my brother. But understand that this particular person, he was a member of my chapter, Kappa Sigma. So when I say my brother, this is my brother in my chapter that I crossed with. Jason Ward is in the building. Thank you. He said, what's up, Mob? Just showing love. I dropped in from Coach Greg Adams' live stream. So, hey, listen, I appreciate it. You left Coach Greg Adams to come to your brother. I appreciate it. He said, I might need to schedule an appointment with you, sir. (laughs) Keep grinding. Go, Mob. Absolutely. Go, Mob. Thanks, Jay. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right, listen, we're going to get into this. We're going to get into this. I'm going to start taking calls. I think we're somewhat close to these likes. So, listen, people, if you're on the phone line, Let's keep it cordial, all right? Let's keep it cordial. Let's keep it cordial. Let's go get hot. Right. Caller from 804. Here we go. Caller from 804. You are live on the
0: air with Pocket Watching with JT. What's going on? Hey, good evening, Mr. JT, man. I'm a big fan of your show, brother, man. You in Orlando, man. I really, really you. appreciate your content. Thank you. Thank you. What's going on, bro? Hey, man, um, I just wanted to speak this real quick, man. I know it's kind of anecdotal with my experience, but mm. I know something like this, man, would help out people that were in positions like that I was in. For instance, man, I mm. came from a situation where I wasn't taught about these loans. And a lot of people that went to college, you got to remember, man, people went to college mm-hmm. at these young ages. And I know you speak of having a father and having somebody in your household, that would teach you stuff like this mm-hmm. and i know when i went to school man i don't want to get into my history or nothing man but it was something like big for me it was it was a, it was a dream right so when i was in there signing these loans no one explained to me that you know what i mean that the interest and, and all these different things these loans they were just tell me that man you can get into school you can get a degree so you know i i just think that you gotta you know what i mean consider the fact that a lot of this stuff was predatory out here these loans and they were unfair I started in, in 2011 on thirty thousand, and right now, 2022, I owe sixty some thousand dollars, and, and that's okay. not fair. Okay, well, well, I don't know about it being fair,
1: but let let let's talk this out. Let's talk this out. All right, so you took out
0: thirty thousand dollars, correct? Well, what I did was, like I said, man, I, I was educated when I when I went there. Mm-hmm. I was told in order to go to the semester. This was also I was a ward of the state. So it was certain grants and stuff I was able to get to go to college. I didn't have no parents or anything like that. I grew up in group homes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was in there talking to a counselor, financial advisor counselor, and these are the things the financial advisor counselor was telling me. Right. Was look, you could do this and you won't have to pay this and you won't have to pay that. Or you can sign this and it would, it would get you books and it would get you house and it would get you that. I mm-hmm. didn't understand that this was a loan. I was thinking I was doing something to better my life. I was not mm. thinking I was doing something that was going to ruin my life. On top of that, right. like I said, I didn't come from a situation where I, I'm sorry.
4: Uh,
0: my bad. Well, I tell you all? No, no, you good? I wouldn't say nothing. I'm listening. I'm listening. Go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Like I said, I, I, I didn't I didn't come from a situation where I had people around me that was mm. educated and even enough to tell me what, what a, a good degree to get into. So I, mm-hmm. I got into a degree that I thought I could help out my people. So it was something that didn't even make money. Okay, so yeah, good, good, because that,
1: that, that, <laughs> that, that, that was my follow-up question. All right, so just to be clear, you took out around $30,000 in student loan, correct? Yes, sir. All right, now, the money that you got for that $30,000, how much did you actually get back in your hand? Are you telling me that the $30,000 went straight to the institution or did any of that money find it its way in your hand?
0: Yeah, I, I get the you know, the, the the every semester you'll get, you know what I mean, a portion I get like three dollars $4,000, you know, they'll give me in money. Which, like I said, sir, okay. like I, I didn't have like no, I don't have no parents or nothing. No, like no, that, I, got, so I got you, I got you, I, I got you. Yeah, you, I got know, you. I I got, listen, bro, hey, I'm, I'm on your I'm side. Have a job too, I'm, I'm
1: on your side, I got you. I just, yeah. that, that, it was a question that I had yeah. to ask because for me personally, I only took out enough money to actually pay for school. I paid for the books out of pocket. You know, I, I never, like, I knew of other people who mm-hmm. would get money and then they get money back. Like I, I was like amazed. I was like, how do you got, how do you got $2,000? Like where did $2,000, $3,000 come from? Cause I literally, I only took out enough money uh, to, to actually go to school. I paid for books and stuff like that. So some of that money mm-hmm. didn't go towards education, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, some of it didn't go towards other things. Okay, no, so let,
1: let's say out of out of the thirty thousand, how much of that money just went
0: towards you, your lifestyle? now' i will be honest with you, bought at least half of it. <laughs> I love your honesty. Thank you so much.
1: I, hey, listen, I appreciate it. I appreciate. it, I love your honesty. So around fifteen thousand went went towards lifestyle. So and and what uh what did you study when you were in school sociology and criminology and your plan for that criminology sociology degree you were going to do what when you graduated
0: be a probation officer at a juvenile facility all
1: right and in general how about how much do does a probation officer get uh their first year out of school
0: I looked it up. It was around thirty-five, forty thousand dollars in my area.
1: All right. Now listen, mm. listen
0: how it could have went
1: down. Now I'm mm. your background, and you didn't know, but just I'm just trying to give you an example of how it could how it could have went down. If you only took out the fifteen that you needed to actually go to school, your entry level position at the job that you were going for was two times the debt. You could have had that debt paid off that $15,000 paid off within 3 years. Easy. 3 years easy if you only took out enough money to actually pay for the you know the credit hours, the books, you got to grind that out yourself. I did. Now I understand people know my some of my story about how, you know, my, my parents were basically middle class, they were small business owners. But maybe I didn't explain it fully. Neither one of my parents went to college. Neither one Hmm. of them went to college. When I would have to deal with the financial aid office, I did it alone. I did it Hmm. by myself. My parents were not with me whatsoever. They had no idea how student loans and stuff worked because they never did it. So much so, believe this or not, Orlando, so much so... (laughs) when my little sister went to school she went to the office and she was asking my parents like well what am i supposed to do help me do what you did for jason right and my parents was like we did nothing but th- jason did it by himself
2: <laughs>
1: we did absolutely we never filled out mm. any paperwork jason did it mm. all by his self so i just want y'all to know yes i didn't grow up poor but my parents were not college educated. They never went to college. I did all this stuff on my own, as far as filling out and understanding FAFSA stuff, getting student loans, all that stuff. Me, now did they help me buy some books? Absolutely, listen, absolutely. They helped me buy some books. But hell, I even took on a job delivering pizzas when I was in uh, college too, part time. So <laughs> don't think listen. it's all sweet.
2: Uh, but, after you get done I'll tell you uh,
1: yeah, yeah but just to go on the point and thank you Carla. I gotta let you go because there's so many other calls and I appreciate it. and I understand the story his story makes sense and it is gonna help him a bit right. he's got $60,000 worth of debt this $10,000 and maybe because of his, his situation it may be 20 because he sounds like he was possibly in a situation where he got Pell mm-hmm. grant. okay great $20,000 great What is he going to do with the other 40? Is he going to be now? I hope you are because you're still listening. I want you to be motivated. I'm not mad that you're getting this money. But the thing is, if your actions, right, your financial habits don't change. It's not ultimately in the long term going to help you. So this is the advice and the tips that I'm giving you, brother. Take the $20,000, because it sounds like you probably got a Pell Grant based on your background. Take the $20,000. Really, you're not taking it. They're going to apply it against your balance, and you're going to drop from $60,000 to $40,000. Thank Biden. Thank baby Jesus. Thank whoever it is that you got now $20,000 off, and I want you to create a budget and get rid of the other $40,000 within the next three years. If you still have student loan debt in three years, even though almost half of your debt, like about a third of your debt has been paid off by the government, it didn't help you. You need to be student loan debt free within the next three years. If if you don't, if you're not, it just shows that you don't deserve, (laughs) you don't deserve this (laughs) student loan debt forgiveness. Go ahead, O.
2: Yeah, what I'd like to explain is that my situation is different than yours. I grew up in, a, you know, low income household, just a single parent, right? I, when I got out of when I got out of high school, I went to a community college, and not only did I go to community college, but I left the house. I got my mm-hmm. own apartment, mm-hmm. and I went and did all the FAFSA work myself. Mm-hmm. I sat there and talked to the financial aid people. They even asked me, "Did you know? Hey, do you want?" more money than, than, than you provide, than you're, than you're asking for. And I took some of it because obviously I, I was living on my own and I said, you know, right. yeah, I need that money. Right. I need that money. But I didn't go into the loan category. I just made sure that the, the, the pale and money that I was going to get for that, that any money that was left over and it wasn't much, it was like maybe a thousand dollars or something like that. Right. And I used it for living cause I was living on my own at that time. Mm-hmm. And Then I calculated somewhere down the line, as I got closer to two years, I calculated and said to myself, there's no way I could keep this up. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm literally drowning. I'm literally drowning. Can't make it's hard to pay the rent. I I got an almost broken down beater car. I, I and, and I was working at Walmart at, on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> working at Walmart on top of that. And I said, there's no way I could keep this up. There's just no way. By the time that I get to a, to the third year or by the end of the second year, I'm going to be forced to take loans. Mm-hmm. And who knows how that's going to end up. So right then I decided that's when I was going to join the military. Oh, and and said, it. you know what? That was it. That was it for me. But, you know you got you know you ha, but if but in the long run, what I'm trying to say though is that mm-hmm. if I would have had all that debt right, it's still my responsibility, even though I was in that same guy's situation previous the previous caller right, where I had to go make all the decisions myself um the people talking to me obviously were talking over my head and i didn't understand what they were talking about but Mm -hmm. i did do the research and say look okay that makes sense that doesn't make sense but at the end of the day it still would still be my responsibility at the end regardless because we you know this this ten thousand twenty thousand that they're gonna give away to you yeah i i get it and and i wouldn't tell anyone Like, if they're going to give it to you, you need to take it. Yeah, go ahead and take it. (laughs) You need to take it 100%. But but if you don't take advantage of this situation, and I'm telling you, if you don't take advantage of this situation, then who who is that on? That is on you. What is the point? What is the point? And that's where the you don't deserve it part comes from me. If you don't take advantage of this and you just let it fall fall to the wayside and you get half or a big chunk of your of your student loan gone and you still are paying things late, aren't trying to pay off the student loan. Man, come on. You don't deserve it.
1: it, it, You You don't don't deserve it. That's that's the main point. Shout out to Chris Trucker again says so they can spend billions on unnecessary things in this country, but when they help the little guy, it's an issue. Well, <laughs> what one.
2: unnecessary thing we talking about.
1: <laughs> if you watch my content, I'm not too happy with the way that the government spends money on anything. If right. it's corporate welfare or little guy welfare, the pocket watcher is not a fan of either one of those. So uh, I play it fair down the line, but the little guy, Remind me this little guy who makes $250,000 a year. So just imagine, imagine an attorney or a, you know, an executive or a doctor or someone, they make $250,000 a year. Their wife is a stay-at-home wife, right? Stay-at-home wife, mm-hmm. they make $250,000 a year. They qualify for this. Is, is right. that the little guy, Chris? That, that's the little guy you're talking about? <laughs> The attorney Mm -hmm. who wife stays at home and he makes two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year—that's the little guy. I I
2: think I think what he means to say is so long the little guy includes him.
1: (laughs) As long as 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 I'm in the little guy, then that 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 part makes that part makes sense. Let me give a shout out to Miss MJ in the building. Says, "What about parents with those? I believe plus loans." Good question. Oh, uh will all this good news be of use to them i don't know it's too new mm. i don't yeah. know as the story unfolds and we get more and more information uh maybe we'll find out but the parents that you know got the parent plus loan so those are loans that are co-signed or with the parent for the child another story maybe we'll find out but right, listen right it's 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 crazy all right, so call her from 313. Call her from 313 area code. You are live on the air with Pocket Watching with JT. What's going on?
11: Hello, JT and Wando. Yes. Hey,
1: what's
2: going on?
11: So quick thing, uh, I actually had the experience where I took a girl on a date and she, uh, it was actually last week where I took her on a date and she spent like, like all this money on food that <laughs> I know she wouldn't you know herself or something of
1: course it, they
11: would listen like, when
1: you know someone else is paying the bill like have you ever been in a situation you was like drinks on me or whatever you'll see people doing stuff that they would never do with their own money it's just hmm. it's human nature
11: i don't know i'm not like that i just spend whatever
7: <laughs> i'm I would consider i don't like
11: spend whatever uh up to like $12 or something. I don't go like, you don't go crazy. Like, uh, like semi-dollars or something of food. i was like, whoa, what's <laughs> 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 yeah.
1: All right. So um, what do you think about this student loan stuff, man? What,
11: what's going on? Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, yeah, it's crazy Because like, uh, this money ain't free, uh, no. this you're nah. like <laughs> people are, uh, paying it for your taxes or they're going to just print them out on a money press press. So, yep we're we're gonna feel it through just inflation yeah it's mm. gonna make more inflation like i don't know what these people are uh who eyeing for but <laughs> people are who are I in the chat because it, it's gonna save them but not
1: no no it's like because it, to, to try to break it down understand whenever you get a gift that you have not earned in a particular way i'm telling you you're going to be in a situation where you do not value it the way that you normally would. The average person has probably more like student loan. I think last time I checked, the average student loan debt was around like 30 some thousand dollars, Orlando. Around 30 mm-hmm. some thousand dollars. Getting a good little 10,000 or maybe $20,000 off, it feels like a lot. It but does. the question yeah. is, are they now going to aggressively pay off the
2: rest? So so. Uh, oh, he, he
11: can't hear me. Yeah, but uh, that's the other go. thing. Like, uh, why should stop at like the ten thousand? Why not pay everything off? It's yeah. Why not? Why not everything? Get, pay, yeah.
1: <laughs> get rid of it. Pay it all off. Get Don't it. it. Get it down to zero. Have no limits. It could be for yeah. anybody. If you make 000, 000 a million dollars a
11: year, go ahead and get it paid off. It's. Why it's, it's at, uh, yeah, why stop at two? Pay off my. Uh, pay off some other people's mortgage too. Yeah. It's pay pay, pay
1: off my credit card debt. <laughs> Because the mean credit card companies confuse me. Listen, I gotta go to the next call of a great call. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, but go uh, ahead, Orlando.
2: I I I wanna say first on that parent plus loan. That uh, yes, it does include. I looked just looked it up while we were. Perfect. On perfect. The chat so here.
1: parent parent plus loans are included in the student loan debt yes. forgiveness. If the parent qualifies for the income level, right?
2: Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. And so Here's the thing: is that what we were just talking about when he was saying, you know, um, you know, take the ten. But if let's just say you had a hundred thousand dollars worth of of debt, and and you take off that ten thousand dollars now. We, what we do know is that a lot of people use the programs within student loans to do, like, income-based payments and all yes. that other stuff. And we do know that, that that interest is still building up. How fast do you think, if you don't aggressively start paying that off, that you will recoup that $10,000?
3: Listen,
1: man, and the hustle behind that, like, people don't understand. Big shout-outs to Facts for gentlemen. Thank you so much for the super chat. says, I totally agree with you both. This takes no account of net worth. Great. I'm going to touch on that because Mm -hmm. you said that. Um, Many making over 125K have net worths less than those making uh, making less due to uh, realty, uh, inheritance, investment. Great point. Here we go. Great point. Shouts out to uh, Facts for Gentlemen. Listen, I do this for a living. I know people who have extremely high incomes, but they situate themselves in a way. So I have I have one client, went to high school with this client. Went to high school with this client, uh, Orlando. And together, him and his wife, they make probably just around or over a quarter million dollars. Just around or, or over a quarter million dollars when you pull it together but we always file for at least the past three or four years. We file married filing separately. We don't file joint, we file married filing separately. Why? Because one of the spouses make a lot less than the other. And this spouse has student loan debt. So instead of changing their spending habits, to aggressively pay off the student loan, they file separately so one spouse can show low income, and eh, they make around $30,000, $40,000. Forget that the other one makes a lot of money. They make around thirty dollars or $40,000, and based on the way that they do the income-based repayment plan, they only look at the tax return. They don't put it together with the other spouse if they're married filing separately. So back to the point that uh, Facts for Gentlemen is saying here, you can have a person, and it happens a lot, if you have a very high net worth and you come from a, you know, somewhat privileged background, you may not have an incentive to do work that brings in a high income. Right. If you come from a situation, let's say you're a trust fund baby. And there's like, I don't know, two million dollars in the trust fund. You may take on a job that pays like fifty thousand dollars a year. You don't you take on a job because of. The things that you have a passion for when sometimes when you have that type of money. So you're telling me a person who has a net worth of. $10 $10 million, $20 million, whatever it is, right? But they make around $50,000 a year. They have a trust fund where they're going to get access to in maybe three to five years. But they also qualify for this student loan debt forgiveness. And they, and they should take it. If they, if they can get it from the government, go ahead and take it. Go ahead and take it if you can get it. But the thing is, the government continues to give handouts to people and what's going to happen is same way that uh the welfare system in this uh, country does it's going to make people feel more dependent on the government it's like a drug dealer right the first hit is always for free
2: right right the drug dealer
1: doesn't do it because he likes you so much (laughs) <laughs> the drug dealer does it because he knows he can get you hooked, and when you come back for you know the the second round, he's gonna tax you for that one too. You just don't know. He's gonna make his money back eventually, but the first hit is for free. And I'm saying, I don't want none of it because I don't never want to be in somebody's pocket.
2: Period. See, this is this this is one thing that I am, especially especially people that are in low income, right? They, mm-hmm. In this situation, they get hurt the most because in, in a situation like this, the $10,000 seems like a big lifeline. It's a lot of money. And you're willing to take it without looking at any fine print or any type of thing that's going to happen in the future. You just go, give me the $10,000. I don't care. I just want the $10,000. But we have seen in every situation that, when you, especially when it comes to advertising or giving money to, uh, to low income earners, we, it always puts you in trouble. Look at the situation like with the rush card, and people would be go ahead and be like, Oh man, this is a great opportunity. Get away from the banking system. And then right. you find out that they're charging you for every transaction. They get trans, they get yearly fees. The fees and,
0: are worse you know, <laughs> than the bank ever was. <laughs> the
2: fees are worse than the bank ever was. And we have and we could go countless and countless and countless times yeah. where the low-income earners get just gouged. I'm talking. Mm-hmm almost 30 forty percent of their income is just gone just imagine this you make a small amount of money every you make a small amount of money every two weeks mm-hmm. and you are go, are you and you're going to ATMs that are not your bank and getting hit with ATM charges and if you look at how much money you're paying in fees on ATM charges you're, you're, it's 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 astronomical but but to you, Four dollars out of a out of a hundred dollars doesn't really mean that much to you, you right. know. Or getting just charged four dollars for a transaction fee when you just took twenty dollars out. Ah, eh, what's that? Uh eh, nothing. Right. Mm, you know.
1: It 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 all adds up. Shout outs again. It all to adds X. Up. Facts for gentlemen says this will hurt low wage earners in the yes, long run through inflation, just like those stimmy checks that Here. I want to touch on because someone earlier talked about the little guy, the little guys being helped out. Well, listen, what about the little guy who didn't go to college? How, mm. is, how, is, how are they being helped? What mm. if you have a person who graduated from high school, chose not to go to college route because you do not have to go to college route to become successful in this country? You don't have to. Maybe they went to a trade school. Maybe they went in on an entry-level position and worked their way up. And they're still grinding. They haven't made it yet, but they're still grinding. They make a good forty-five to $50,000 a year. They're married with a couple of kids. You got some yuppie making $120,000 a year. They get the $10,000 Biden bucks, but mm-hmm. not this hard working just at the poverty line, but they're busting their butt. They did everything right. They didn't go out mm-hmm. and get a lot of student loan debt and not use the uh, degree that they paid for. Right. Right. How are they helped? See, that's the little guy. What about mm. them? This does absolutely nothing for the person or let's say someone who grind and and bust their butt and they did go to trade school or they went to uh, a community college. But they paid out of pocket Hmm. because they didn't want to go in debt. They were being fiscally responsible. They paid out of pocket. Maybe they went to like a a barber school or something, whatever. They paid out of pocket. They're doing, you know, they're doing good, but they're not. Living high on the hog, they're not making a lot of money. They're making maybe $60,000 a year. But they've got a couple of kids that they're making ends meet, but it's it's not the easiest thing for them. How do they benefit for this? Hmm. When are we thinking about that little guy? Why is it the little guy who happened to also go to college? (laughs) And and that's so little Uh to me or right.
2: take out debt
1: right then that's a little bit i got one more super chat and i'm going back to the phone lines Call it from 702-929-510-904 oh and there's so many more i right, we
0: i oh, i, I gotta so shut
1: true. up we'll get through these calls all right so xavier in the building says there's a disconnect between colleges and the marketplace colleges uh don't give you the experience and skill sets that employers want. Yeah, there is. I've seen it in a lot of industries. That's why I mean the the CFP board is constantly contacting uh firms to figure out what do we need in a incoming financial advisor? What type of skill sets do they need? And they are constantly working on the curriculum to make sure that they are preparing financial advisors that can walk in the door and have the skill sets that firms need. Now, I only know, right. I only know my industry. I can't speak about other industries. Oh, tech that, is really big that. Has to, yeah, that's something that they are constantly doing as far as the uh, CFP board is concerned. All right, so here With we go. Google call
2: and Crisco and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah,
1: they got to. All right, call a seven zero two. Call it from seven zero two. You are live on the air. What's going on? What's up? What's up,
10: man? How Good. Doing? Thanks for calling. What's going on? Man, what's Let, me going on? This? Let me pause this. I wanted to chime back on a couple of things. What's up, Orlando? How you doing?
2: <laughs> hey, how you I doing? Chimed
10: in on a couple of things. Uh, I, was on, I was on hold for forty minutes. So. I know, I know. So, so uh,
1: let's do it. I apologize. Let's so, do it. Know, let's get
10: straight to it. Yeah, Orlando took a couple of my Orlando took a couple of my things already, but uh, that Joe Biden, you know, the that, that, what he was saying. uh, Well, yeah, the ten thousand will help you uh be able to purchase a home. I talked to you before. I'm a loan officer in, in, in Los Angeles, California. I remember that. Uh, if you have, okay, yeah. If you have, if you, it doesn't matter. That ten thousand. If you still have a balance, mm-hmm. you still, even if your, even if your loan is in for uh, for balance, uh, like he said, the uh, repayment plan is zero. And you, if, even if you're still in school, mm-hmm. they use that. they still going to use a certain percent to qualify you for the loan. Right. So you're still going to have that debt against you. Mm-hmm. It's going to be part of your debt to income.
6: Right.
2: You see what I'm saying? No,
10: going away. So 10000 off of 80000 and 70000 <laughs> and then on top of that, you're still paying interest. So it's not like your interest is stopped. Right. So what is the interest going to be? See what I'm saying? It's still, what is it going to It's nothing. It's just up for money. just to make these feel good. It's to make I guess it's to make people feel good, but they're still getting charged interest.
6: Right. So like Orlando yep. said, how long is it going to take for that
10: 10000 to be right back on your balance? <laughs> you
3: know what I'm right. Yes,
10: I know exactly um, what you're saying. I got another in California, mm-hmm. you know, this is a community property state. Right. So like you were saying earlier, you were talking to the gentleman with the wife, uh, with the debt, uh, student loan and the husband didn't have it.
3: Mm-hmm. So in
10: California, it says the husband makes over two hundred thousand, he wants to do the loan, he don't want his wife on the on the loan because she'll make any money. Mm-hmm. But in California, they will still run the Spouse's credit and run her credit as a non-borrowing spouse mm. because it's a community property. So they take the debt from her and add it onto, you know, his debt. Right, and that you know ultimately gives up the, the debt income if she has debt. Mm-hmm. So those student loans are not going anywhere. Right. Sorry, not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. They're not going to go anywhere if you still have a balance on for us purchasing a home. And this is about purchasing a home. I was, right. I'm getting to, you know, because. What he said is, is, is wrong. He shouldn't even say that. He shouldn't even say that because who has a? Chance? He just who read a teleprompter.
2: Didn't come up with that. You Right. it's like
6: oh lord, $10, ten, $10 ten, in a, One semester
1: dude. can be like 15000 dollars. One semester.
10: Exactly. I went to school in ninety. It was very, it was very, it was cheaper. I went mm-hmm. to black college. It was cheaper. Mm-hmm. But now, come on, dude. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars, you know, it, it, that's like a slap in the face. He shouldn't even. I don't even understand what was the what was the purpose. Votes, man, votes, of, uh, votes, votes, votes. votes. He's yeah, he, he trying to good, make sure that
1: midterms mid-term, that it's mid-term. not a bloodbath. That's what it is. That's,
10: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, you can't it's a. Can't say he didn't rain. uphold it. But far as getting a home,
2: mm-hmm.
10: that ten thousand is not going to help you if you st- if you got a balance of thirty thousand still because they're going to steal you. Certain amount of percentage if you do fhl conventional to mm-hmm. approve you, and know, that's just all about the qualifying, just to get you qualified for a loan. That doesn't go away. It doesn't matter if you if you're in some type of repayment plan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm repayment plan. It's zero. I don't pay nothing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's still going to use use that as qualifying to qualify. Mm-hmm. You can't get around that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Orlando? No, I know he knows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Hey, listen, bro,
1: thank you for calling. Sorry about the long hold. Maybe All if right. people hit the like button a little faster, we can get to the calls, <laughs> we can get to the
10: calls a little oh, I'm faster. I I'm sorry, I'm sorry, appreciate that it. it. I'm sorry that I didn't let you get in. That's why I had to get my eyes out real quick. I had to talk fast. All right. I know, man. <laughs> thank
1: you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right, so here we go. Caller from 929. You are live on the air with Pocket Watcher with JT. What's going on? Yo, Jason, I love you, man.
12: I love I love what you, I love what you do. I love your work. Orlando, you're the man also. Appreciate Thank it. You. However, give it to me. However. Tell me where I'm wrong. I'm I ready gotta for it. I got to disagree with you here. I got to disagree <laughs> with you. Let's go. And I usually agree with you 100% of the time, but this is that one. One hey,
1: percent. Listen, if 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 everybody agreed with me 100% of the time, this would be a cult. Me not I'm not play. running a cult. I don't want to run a cult. I want to hear other people's opinions. So let's go. Love you, man. All right, so listen.
12: I think you need to define who you're talking about here. I mean, mm-hmm. are you talking about people who stand to benefit, or are you talking about people who are delinquent? Because I think you're being a little selective with your data using the extreme cases like mm-hmm. 125,000 married couple, 250, you know. Um, yeah,
1: I get it. There are certain people who are going to benefit I'm just that use,
12: probably shouldn't. I'm
1: using what Biden said. I'm just I'm just giving you I, I the basic it. requirements. The basic requirements I get it. is $250,000 for a married couple. You qualify for this. That's all I'm using. I, I get it. And I feel you. But okay,
12: but in the situation, in the situation that what we're talking about right here,
3: mm-hmm.
12: for example, I pulled up, I just put, I finished school a couple years ago, right? Mm-hmm. I accumulated and I'm looking at the paper right here because I pulled it up just for this call. I <laughs> I got, got nineteen thousand seven hundred and fifty four dollars. That's my balance uh-huh. currently. Okay. Now part of that I paid down to that point. I stopped paying when they put the payments on pause. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And and I did not expect to go to school and not pay off the balance i worked three jobs Mm -hmm. right while i was i'm excuse me i worked two jobs while i was in school and i built up enough money to pay this balance off when it came due in a month or two right okay so this Mm -hmm. in my case is a gift it's
1: not it's, it's not me trying to shirk my responsibility. I didn't what say I did. that. What I said was, you don't deserve it. You are the definition of you don't deserve it because you actually got the cash to pay it off. So what am I supposed to do? Give him the money anyway? No, no, no. Listen, no, I already no. said take the money. <laughs> Remember what the thumbnail says. You don't deserve it. You don't. Congratulations, you got it. But do you really feel like you deserve it? Because you're not in need.
0: You could pay it off. Correct? Technically, I can't say No,
3: not a technicality. It's an actual fact. You just told me
1: you saved up the money to pay it off. And now Uncle Joe is paying the debt for you. You don't deserve it, you don't need it. You're gonna take it, and I would too. I already Mm -hmm. paid mine off, but the point that I'm making is you don't deserve it. I'm the little guy. How are you the little guy? You have the cash. How many little guys have twenty thousand dollars in cash? All
12: right, so. (laughs) All right, me. Am
1: I right or wrong? How many little guys have twenty thousand dollars in cash to pay off their student loans? I don't know.
12: You mm. Not many. So you I'm pretty sure not, not many. Idea. All right, but I just feel I I am watching this show. I'm over here, I'm like, why is why is Jason tripping me out, making me feel guilty? I mean, what am I supposed listen, to do?
1: I, hey, listen. If if, if you feel guilty, it's because of you. It's not me. Everything I'm saying is straight in line with just actual facts. If a person has the ability to pay a bill themselves, but then they take government payments to pay the bill, you didn't deserve it. Go ahead and take it. I'm not saying don't take it. If you qualify, go ahead and take it. it. But I think we can agree you're not in need so you don't deserve the bailout correct if
12: it's coming to me i think i deserve it maybe i don't need it but hold on hold on man jason if i if if you're my dude man
1: we'd be going at it but you my dude (laughs) and i I appreciate it listen i just want to just want you to think a little broader Right, Just because someone <laughs> receives something doesn't mean that they deserve it. Now, all of us, for uh, the most part, we all went to high school. I'm assuming we all went to high school. Let me let me jump out the ledge and say we all went to high school. And I'm sure there was some snotty kid who wasn't very good at anything. They probably wasn't good athlete. They weren't good at uh, uh, academics. They weren't good. But they came from a rich family. And when they became 16, they got not just a car, they got a new car.
3: Mm-hmm. Did the
1: kid deserve a new car? Or were they just lucky enough to be born into a family that could afford to give their 16-year-old child a new car? Did they deserve right. it? Or were they just fortunate enough to be in a position to get it?
2: And that's what he's saying about you.
1: They were fortunate in that situation, and I that's understand. you. Mm. You're fortunate but, enough but, to get ten or twenty thousand dollars to pay off your student loan, even though you admit you have the money to pay it yourself. I do, but I didn't sign up for it. I didn't sign
3: up for it. I didn't.
12: I didn't. <laughs> he tried didn't, his way to legal out of that. Uncle Joe <laughs> saying, "Please
1: pay off my student loans." It just came to me, and right? Just like, like the kid paid. who got the car it just came to him but does that mean he deserves it no but see see, i know where you're coming from (laughs) i see i understand and
12: i'm i'm right with you i'm all for personal responsibility i'm all for look if you go to college Mm -hmm. and you sign that paper agreeing to take these loans it is your duty to pay it off right right? i get that but i think i think one thing that you're missing okay one thing that you're missing here respectfully is that i just don't think you are delineating or identifying who you're talking about because i Mm -hmm. think there are people who went to college graduated have student loans paid them off partially and then this is going to knock some off then there are people who went to college did not graduate Mm -hmm. did not graduate and still have a balance. Mm -hmm. Then there are people who are just straight up delinquent. People who just have not paid their student loans, they're way behind and they just haven't taken care of what they signed up for.
1: So I think, I'm
12: not sure... Real quick, real quick,
1: time out, time out, time out. You just listed several categories of different people in different situations with student loan debt. Out of the different categories that you just described to me, which one of them if it's one, or maybe it's more than one, which one of them deserve for the government to pay their loans?
12: Well, in my opinion, I think that none of them
5: deserve it. And we agree.
1: Deserve it. we agree. We agree. What is all this about?
3: What <laughs> have we, 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 we no, been no, doing no, for the past
1: no, few minutes? I think, we agree. We, we, we,
12: we, no, no, no. We don't agree. We do not agree. We, 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 we He's, do not agree. What I'm saying is, I don't think they deserve it, but I think they have the right to accept it and not be guilted out by Jason. We agree. On his show,
0: <laughs> trying to
12: tell them that somehow they are milking the government or taking advantage of the system. I don't view myself that way. I view myself as a person who, I, I went to college, I signed the papers and I worked two jobs while I was in school,
1: built up my oh, savings I and I was ready to write here's that the, here's, check. Here's the issue. You are assigning a point of view to what I'm saying that I haven't articulated myself. You the, really? the reason the reason why you feel guilty is because of your own conscience,
3: mm-hmm. not because
1: of me. I know I'm not making you feel guilty. You are saying things that, like I've said, that I didn't say. The, everything that I've said, you agree with. It's things that? that you How's think that? I'm saying that you don't agree with, and I can't have a reasonable conversation with you if you're arguing points on things you think I said. We have to stay lined up with the stuff that I'm actually saying. Do you agree? I I, I agree, but I don't.
12: I agree, but I don't exactly see how I am misinterpreting what
1: you're saying.
2: OK, it's because he put emotional well, emotion, it, it, emotion it, it, behind so, the so, words. So, so, so just we're
12: going <laughs>
1: to sum this up. We're going to sum this up real, real quick. We're going to sum this up because I got to go to the next caller. All right. So just to just to summarize my point, what I'm saying is no one deserves to have their student loan debt forgiven based on what we're talking about. Now, there are individuals who had their student loan debt forgiven based on the fact that the federal government has found that the institutions who they owed money to, it was fraudulent. Them have no problem with, it, right? There were some particular schools, for profit schools and stuff like that,
3: mm-hmm. where it right, was right, right. shown
1: that it was predatory, shown that those degrees that they were promising them and the education that they were promising them and the income that they would get after they got the, the, the degree was a complete fraud. Well, they already forgave that. So that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about Okay, if you took out a student loan and you're in the position where you can take advantage of this student loan debt forgiveness, you don't deserve it. Take it, but you don't deserve it. That's it. And you've already said that you agree with that point. That's all I said for the past hour and 26 minutes.
12: <laughs> what That's it all i like said. beating up on the little guy. I'm beating be- up on the little guy. That's what it seems like. All right, Today. well, if that's what it seems uh, like, show- listen, I
1: can't change how people feel. I can only make the uh, the argument with the words that I have. I- I'm, all I'm, <laughs> all little, I'm all for the little guy. I'm all for the little. I'm off for the little guy. And you I, pre- know, and you know I appreciate it. We, we gotta go. We gotta, go, we gotta go to the next call. Got- listen, we gotta go to the yeah, next call. Make sure you call. We, we-, we, we might do a part two. We might have to do a part two. We might have to do a part two because this this is this is too hot. But he says he's Good. all for the little guy. What about that little guy who didn't go to college? Ah, forget about him.
2: Now, let, me let, read, I'm tell, <laughs> let me read this. I'm story. telling you, man. Oh, go ahead and read this. Yeah, better, we got D.D. Go
1: Thomas in the bill that says, uh, you are looking at extremes, okay? What about students that had to take out loans because those careers required higher degrees, teachers, social workers, etc.? Mm-hmm. Should they uh, just stop going into those no, I listen, man. Listen, I normally do not rewatch my shows. I move on to the next show. But I'm telling y'all, based on a lot of these chats and based on some of these calls, I'm going to go back and rewatch this show and pay attention to what I'm saying. I've got notes here. I remember the words that come out of my mouth. But maybe there's some miscommunication. I never said you shouldn't have took out the loans to get the career that you have. That's not what's on the thumbnail of this video. It says you don't deserve student loan forgiveness. doesn't say you don't deserve to get that student loan to get the career that you have. It says you don't deserve student loan forgiveness. (laughs) You don't deserve it. You have done nothing to earn it. You're getting something for perceived nothing, but there will be, uh, Consequences for the overall economy, Orlando. I I think I stopped you. Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no. What I'm saying is, is that it's the word deserve in like the previous caller he puts a lot of emotion behind the word which then changes in most people's minds the definition of the word it starts <laughs> pulling all of their experiences into the word and then they start saying that how dare you say that i don't deserve that i work my tail off how could you possibly say that it changes the whole conversation into something that's that that is not even what you're talking about and that's what you start seeing in 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 this in this Mm -hmm. situation where the guy's just like oh man it sounds like you're saying you 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 know you could put you could change you could put anything in there you'd be like you don't deserve a bag of chips oh how dare you tell me i don't as as hungry as
1: i am (laughs) listen (laughs) listen listen listen. i'm aware that you're hungry the chips still cost a dollar ninety nine you don't right. deserve the bag of chips for free just because you're hungry. You still gotta buy the bag of chips. Period. <laughs> just because you're hungry. That call, I love that call. And shouts out to the brother who called. Yeah, yeah. That was like the the most disagreeable, agreeable call I ever had.
2: Right. He
1: agreed me on everything I said, but he disagrees with my.
2: Well, well, not on top of that, he he not only agreed with you, but disagreed with you. But he disagreed, even though he personally is is not in that category, right. which doesn't even make sense. He <laughs> was like, who are you talking
1: about? I'm talking about you. I'm talking about the person who has the cash on hand to pay off your student loan. You don't deserve to have the government pay it off. You have the money. You are the embodiment of you don't deserve it. But okay, all right, I still love you. I still love you. All right, calling from nine zero four. Caller from nine zero four area code. You are live on the air. What's going on?
5: Hey JT, um, I have an analogy
1: that I think is going to help a lot of your callers with this. All right, speak speak directly so, in the phone. You sound a little light, and it sounds like you' about to drop something. So I want them to hear it. Speak directly into the phone. I want them to hear this.
5: Sorry about that. That's my that's my struggle. Bluetooth I have. <laughs> nah, you better. good? All right, all right. Let's do it. I want to hear it. So, do you in Orlando know how to play spades?
1: Yes, of yes, sir. Absolutely. Let's hear this. I love spades. Okay, so let's go.
5: <laughs> so anybody that has played spades knows. No one teaches you how to play spades. You get jumped into playing spades you have mm, to get your that is hands so true spades, right like, I, can't like, so I can't remember i
2: can't remember a time i was talking you sit down i
5: play spades you don't know what the hell you're uh-huh. doing you don't know the rules right. you look up and now you done got set a couple of times and now you in the negative right mm-hmm. and it's like well damn that ain't fair i didn't know how to play i took advantage of me i didn't understand how to play mm-hmm. right but then you get better and it's like okay i know what i'm doing now i'm right. trying to work my way up trying to get my way back to positive uh-huh. now you get dealt a hand with no spades in it like three hands in a row Mm-hmm. I man, this ain't fair. I got I got dealt a bad hand. It's not my fault. I'm doing the best I can with what I got. Right? <laughs> right? Why am I still negative, right? Mm-hmm. So then somebody says, you know what? I see the hard times you've been going through. You negative 500 in this game. Let me go ahead and throw you 50 points because, you know, you've been victimized by the system, and it's not fair that Orlando that over there, who was born knowing how to play and then dealt good hands his whole life, right. got 50 million points. So let me go ahead and throw you 50 so that you can feel better about the bad time that you had. And also I'm going to try to get it from Orlando by taxing him to make sure that he pays for the points that you get. Right. That's essentially the counter argument to your argument, which is either I got built a bad hand in life mm-hmm. and I'm trying to get the same success all these so-called rich people have. Right. And I deserve this money because of that. Or. I didn't know the game. I didn't know how money worked. I didn't know how the system worked. I didn't know that I was signing up for, for basically slavery by doing this because once you take this debt, there's no way to remove it. I can't bankrupt out of it. Nope. I can. I either have to get permanently disabled or die to get this debt off of me. Right. 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 And so therefore, I deserve a break mm-hmm. because all these rich people out here that got their degrees and earned their money, surely we can just tax the hell out of them and pay for my forgiveness. Right. But hmm. what we see when you do that, when you just start throwing points out there, mm-hmm. it raises the stakes of the whole game. We've already seen that with the stimulus checks. In the yep. last few years, like oh. inflation is going to be out of control. 100%. And I can tell you just some of my point. I've worked in healthcare for a long time and with Medicare and Medicaid recipients. Oh, and I Lord. can tell you from experience,
3: uh-huh.
5: the more entitlements that you give a person, the more entitled they will act and Medicaid and Medicare recipients are some of the most difficult customers because they believe that they deserve what they're getting.
0: <laughs> First class.
1: <laughs> Period. They want <were laughs> every, everything top of the line. <laughs> <laughs> everything top of no, the line. Off brand? Off brand? That was a great point. I mean, it mm. may go over the heads of some people who have never played a game of spades in their life. Right, right. It, it's a great point because, listen, that's what life is about. You have no control over the hand that you're dealt. I had no control over the parents that I got. I hit the lotto, right? I have some of the the greatest parents in the world. I hit the lotto, right? But you can still misplay your hand. I know people who were born into great families that were way more wealthy than the family I come from. And they still misplayed their hand and they're dead, broke, living a lifestyle that you would never imagine that they would live
3: mm-hmm. because
1: they misplayed their hand. I know some people who had a way worse uh, uh, situation, home uh, situation, and they're a multimillionaire today. So they you can stop me with the I deserved and all this <laughs> and that, all that is that, that crybaby stuff. The second you start to look for the government to clean up all your messes that you made, you're gonna end up in a situation where you're going to depend on them. And that's just, I'm just not a believer in it. Listen, bro, great call. Thank you so much for calling in. I appreciate it. Let that, me, bro. let me, let me holler at my brother. Y'all need to subscribe to the uh, Financial Rebel. Says, I deserve it. <laughs> if major corporations can get subsidies, I can get a little measly student loan forgiveness. Listen, if the government is giving it out, take it. But nobody One. deserves
3: it. 100%. I don't
1: yeah, I don't think corporations deserve it. I don't think the little guy, the little guy that makes $250,000 a year. Yeah, you deserve it. But hey, if it's there.
2: <laughs> Who wants it. to be a little guy then? Right, right. Who wants to be a
1: little <laughs> guy? Take it, but uh, uh, that's not what I qualify as a little guy. And I know Kamari, Kamari got that long money. Kamari uh, money longer than train smoke. I'm talking about a little guy. <laughs> he up there he's running things in philly you can't get your taxes done in philly and not run across Kamar. period <laughs> all right we got we got caller from uh 470 caller from 470 area code you're live
8: on the air what's going on i'm gonna this is cedric from huntsville alabama <laughs> love you lo, 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 love love orlando and I've been, i've been preaching orlando's message about Hold up on real estate, pay attention to what's going on, uh, and just be patient. Um, right, right. For those folks who have the money but got the gift, <laughs> and you know you feel guilty, that's why you're coming up with these <laughs> these fake behind arguments, try, try, trying, to, trying to figure out how you can justify it, knowing that you can't sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> take that money and go find a veteran organization and help someone who served this country. Okay. Mm. Now, what I plan to do tomorrow, I'm gonna look up my Congress and my senators, uh, and I'm gonna call them and said, this is the disgrace, there needs to be a protest, because <laughs> people like me, who, who made up our minds not to get student loans, mm-hmm. who worked construction jobs, moving jobs, moving mm-hmm. furniture, delivering pizza, barbecue sauce to, to people's houses, from kids selling coupons. Um, I missed concrete by hand. Oh, by hand? a bartender, short a cook. And it was in the military at the
3: same time, just to avoid student loans. This is a disgrace. Right. Like, What
1: about you? What about
8: people who made
1: the life choice to not take on debt? Or maybe they did take on student debt, student loan debt, but they paid it off. Why do they not benefit? If that's the case, for people who did not take out the student loan debt, just send me my $10,000 check. Just give me my $10,000 <laughs> check it. Get <laughs> get me I, I my money. Mind. Everybody just gets ten thousand dollars. How about we do that? Because if we're talking about the little guy and being fair, there are real mm-hmm. little guys. There's when I do my pro bono work and I'm working with people who make twenty five thousand dollars a year. They dropped out of high mm-hmm. school at you know the ninth grade. They they work. Like just straight labor jobs, it's very physically demanding, but it does not give them a lot of money. What are they getting out this mm-hmm, deal? Mm-hmm. Absolutely mm-hmm. nothing a smack in the face talking about they're helping the little guy. That's the real little guy. How about you give them the money? But you know, I'm I'm tripping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tripping. I don't know what I'm talking this, about. This this
8: is an issue of morality. It's a, and, and now how how do I look when I tell my niece and nephews that you, you only get what you what you work for?
0: <laughs> what what am I gonna say? <laughs> <them? laughs> They'll be like, no, 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 uncle, no,
8: no, no, no. The government will give it
0: to me. What are you
1: talking about? Work hard. The government will give it to me. I don't have to work hard and 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 meet the obligations that I agreed to, because the government's just gonna pay it off. I can go and get a thirty thousand dollar degree in underwater basket weaving. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Biden, mm-hmm. Uh, the third, Hunter Biden. By the time Hunter Biden is president, he'll pay off all of my debts. I'll, I'll just oh, wait Lord. for Hunter Biden to get in. Is, is, is that what <laughs> we're There's... doing now?
8: <laughs> you can wait for I, him to come I, I'm going to leave with this. Um, for those folks who think they deserve this money, just like I told them when they was giving out giving the stimulus checks. Mm-hmm. I told everyone, don't spend it. Trust me, they're going to get it back later. Oh yeah. Don't no, to, it. To, and, to and everybody talking at, about the you know the big evil
1: corporations. The evil corporations mm-hmm. that y'all hate, they're gonna ultimately mm-hmm. be the people benefiting from this because the ten thousand dollars that you're not using to pay off the debt that you sh- that you earned yourself that debt that's all you you just gonna spend it buying a bunch of junk from these evil corporations that y'all <laughs> say I hate so much.
2: Y'all, y'all, y'all boycott Amazon. Mm-hmm.
1: Gucci, <laughs> Gucci. <laughs> 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 hey man shut up bro thank you for calling in i appreciate see it <laughs> see ya all right let me read these super chats and so then i'm gonna get to these calls and we are gonna wrap this thing up all right so we got caller from 7706 i'm 7707062242 golly oh listen all right all right we're gonna have to do a part two we're gonna have to do a part two but listen i'm gonna do the best i can to get through all these calls listen i know i talk a lot and you feel it's unfair JT you talk so much but you're going to limit my phone call to <laughs> 30 seconds it's pocket watching with JT not pocket watching with you i'm sorry it is with me but i'm going to listen i'm going to do a part two to this i'm going to do a part two to this so don't don't worry about it but let me read this super chat we got lord commander it's been a minute since i've seen lord commander in the building it says uh the most fair thing the government could do is super low interest rates are no interest because the six to seven percent a lot of people's payment go to interest yeah but they're not doing isn't
2: that, that what is isn't that what yeah. they're doing by pausing the payments right right now it's at zero <laughs> hurry up, and, hurry, up and pay. hurry up and pay hurry up and pay right now until december what uh,
1: december the 31st it goes yeah. back up yeah y'all had like what two years at zero interest Boy,
2: they gonna hit y'all up right after christmas you could be like i ain't got it <laughs>
1: damn i want my money we got benjamin young in the building says my wife has over one hundred thousand in loans i told her those loans are between <laughs> Oh, <laughs> those loans are between her
0: Jesus and Uncle Sam
2: <laughs> he <laughs> hey listen
3: <laughs>
1: I'm a big believer of when you get married you're not just marrying them but you're marrying their debt too you come together you pay your debts off together as a team but listen you're the man of your household. You do what you need to do. You, you do what you feel is right. <laughs> All right, so here we go. I'm going through these calls, people. Listen, let's get straight to the point. I know I talk a lot and it's unfair. It is unfair. But I am going to stay on and answer each and every call that's here. Please, no one else call. Lines are closed. If you're on hold right now, you're good. But the lines are closed. So we're going to call a 770 770- 706, then 224, and then after that, I'll tell y'all guys the rest. But here we go call it from 770. You are live on the air with Pocket Watching with JT. What's going on? Hey, what's going on, JT? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, go right ahead.
6: Yeah, how's it going, Orlando?
2: Hey,
1: hey what's uh, going on, man?
6: I think, man, I totally 100% disagree with you. I, I want to really, hear it. Everything else, huh?
1: I want to hear it. Let's go. I want to hear it. Where did I get it
6: wrong? Yeah, so you got it wrong because, well, first of all, you got part of it, right? Because if you're making like $250,000 or $150,000, then, you know, uh, you're a voter. So, I mean, that's the game. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I, I agree with you guys on that, okay? Okay. Because most people who's making that type of money are voting. I'm not saying that lower income people don't vote. I'm just saying that, you know, they do vote. So the whole thing to me was genius. Okay. When they did that, it was it was it was yeah. Politicians, you know, they make that was a genius move because now you have lower income people who are definitely going to vote now, right? Or more than likely, okay. And then you have the upper and middle class people who are already voting and they're getting ten thousand, twenty thousand here. They're going to vote, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, All right, UAC, maybe. uh You know, you're it. You and Orlando probably going to vote now. What I disagree with you on is this:
3: uh-huh.
6: is that you're not teaching. What you're doing is you're basically saying that um, that people don't deserve this. And I totally disagree because okay. they do deserve it because people have been getting ripped off by the government, by these student loan debts for years. And I'm surprised to hear you say okay. uh, and, and that they don't deserve this. All right, let's yeah. do it.
1: So they've been getting ripped off yeah. for years. In what way, sir? Yeah. And what yeah it In what well uh, yeah elaborate ripped okay. off how
6: okay you are an count right you yes. an accountant yes you already counted so yes. explain to me the difference between simple interest and compound interest.
1: Well the compound interest is where obviously as the debt grows bigger and bigger, the interest that's on the debt is going to go up, even though the percentage amount is the same, it's going to affect right. more because the debt that's being added to it now becomes a part. Of what's gross, but once again, how is that a ripoff if you sign papers agreeing to this?
6: Okay, okay. You talk about like for example, you get on the phone. You talk about all these other guys, right, ripping off the black community, and they're yep. black people, right? Yeah, and they're ripping off the black community. They're taking advantage of financially illiterate people. Right? Okay. So, what is the government doing? If you if you're a high school student, right, you're 18 years old. You're just getting out of school. More well, than likely, you ain't going to know the difference between compound and, and simple interest, right? Okay. So what they do is they say, okay, you follow me? Yeah. So what they do is they say, okay, look, um, we're going to actually, you can't pay your debt this time. You having a hard time? No problem. No problem. We can put it in for balance. We can put it in deferment.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Two years go by. Same thing. Two years go by. And then next, you know,
1: a thirteen thousand dollars debt becomes a hundred thousand dollars debt. But you to to that. not so that fast,
6: <laughs> Not, not
1: that fast. I get the point. A little hyperbole, but yeah, right. I get the point. But here, here's the deal.
6: That's not hyperbole. That's not hyperbole.
1: You said a few years, thirteen thousand goes to a hundred.
6: Not in a few years, not in a few years, about 20, you know, 15, 20 years. Yeah, yeah, a but few You, didn't, a you didn't say
2: 15 I or said 20 years. No?
6: You said a few. <laughs> a few was like three
2: or two. Three, right.
6: Right? No, yeah, I mean, not. You want that? Okay. I can, I can only take that. the and words that remember you remember. tell me exactly. in face value, exactly. bro. I can't think. But you, I, my you know, not get my point. So
1: I get your point now when you explained it, but no, I got your point before. Yeah. That's why I said it was a little hyperbole, but here, here's the issue. Yeah. Here's the issue. This is what the disconnect is between you and I. In okay. this situation, the person signed up for this. Okay. They signed up for this. Now let's not act as if they signed up for this at gunpoint. I many moons ago was a student and I signed up for this. I remember the financial aid office worker going through this information with me. I paid attention to what was going on. I mean, yes, I grew up in a home of business owners. So before I would sign a document, I actually had some understanding of what I was signing. Right? I I don't find that to be weird. If you're gonna sign an agreement to something, you should have some understanding of it. Now, once again, The claim that it is a ripoff or a scam, we live in a country where if you're trying to advance yourself, right, upward mobility, a person who comes from nothing, and you want to advance yourself through higher education, the federal government provides an opportunity for you to do that through a grant. Grants, you know you don't have to pay back. You're you're aware of this, right?
6: No, no, the federal government
1: knows exactly what they're doing. They're indebting. People. If you, uh, if okay. you're if you're low income, if you're low income, you're low income in the U.S. and you qualify for a Pell Grant, you know you don't have to pay that back. That's that's real free money. You know that, right? Is that is that a scam? No. Okay, so that part's not no. a scam. Then what, what hold on. Hold on yeah. Time, time, yeah. Time. Let me let me let me finish this up. Go, go, go ahead. So then after you go got ahead. the Pell Grant, there was still more money that was needed for you to go to school. Remember why you're going to school. You're going to school to acquire the uh, education and the skill set so that you can get a career that can raise you up from poverty to the middle class. But if you choose a major where you are not able to make that money, whose fault is that? Is that a scam, or is that a bad choice made by the individual?
3: Hmm.
6: Well, see, it depends. It depends. Both. It's both. Okay. Because yeah, you can make a bad choice. You can if you're if you're an underprivileged kid, you have privileged parents. You talk about that all the time. Right. Enjoy the show. Right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Now. Yep. You, you are educated. You knew to read your documents. You knew how to read your documents. When you're a kid and you're, you're, your parents are sitting off the Nobody ever uses my You don't experience. really know what you signed. Your parents might not even know what they're signing. <laughs> right? And, uh, and what happens is, yeah, you sign some bad documents you don't know. And then right. you're not really, you don't even know. Or and remember, remember you
1: didn't sign the, the bad document right. once. You signed the bad document right. year after year after year. Some of y'all went to school (laughs) for for five years or six. Some of y'all did doctor numbers and got a bachelor's degree, right? Hmm. So they signed it over and over. Like, okay, you were uh, a naive 18-year-old, but you are also a naive 22-year-old? Like, you're also a naive 25-year-old? Like, at what point are you no longer naive? Do your research. I'm not the first one
6: this debate you're not either this is a good this is a good topic I'm glad you brought this up yeah but if you research student loan debt and you research and you'll find there's been books there's been shows there's been documentaries everything about how the government mm-hmm. is, is, is not really ripping off people they're basically know exactly how to make money over the long term the government is very 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 smart the genius that was the, the student loan thing what they just did what Biden mm-hmm. just did was ingenious. They know exactly what they're doing. And like Orlando said earlier, it's just going to end back in the same hands. It ain't going nowhere. So, they so, know, so at oh, what, at what point? Loans predatory loans. But this is the thing.
1: At what, point, uh, at what point do these people deserve it as if they earned it? How did they earn the government paying their student loan? That's the part I don't get. Did they
6: earn it? They didn't. I mean, so, That's the they,
1: point. They, they didn't you, earn it. No you deserve what you earn in life deserve and earn deserve and earn if you aren't it then you deserve no, it if you don't have it if
6: you haven't country earned country. it then you
1: don't deserve no, it you just no, got what
6: I'm saying it to you, what i am tell you is this they don't have to earn it if you if you like you said if, if you're a hungry kid you're trying to make it to school you ain't got no other way to go to school somebody give you a predatory loan you're probably gonna take it same thing with college athletes they didn't know no better. They just wanted to play ball. They get bought, They get ripped off, too. People making money off their kind. It's the same thing. It's the same thing about rich folk, uh, politicians with money, taking advantage of other people who don't have it. Now, you're mm-hmm. going to have those in between who do pay off their loans, who are responsible. But most, the majority of the people don't understand the difference between compound and simple interest. So what they do is they keep letting these loans go into forbearance, go into deferment. Over years, and now in okay, debt. that's, so that's a good point,
1: and we're gonna to have to fight finish it here. But I'm not saying that you have to get off. But let's finish okay. it on this point right here. Okay, brother. The point that you're All making right. about they kept it in forbearance because they didn't understand right. the difference between simple interest and compound interest. Well, even if they didn't understand right. the difference between simple and compound interest, why did they keep it in forbearance? See, this is getting to the root of the problem.
6: How many people you know that go like your brother said earlier in the call? Some mm-hmm. of them maybe didn't finish school. They may be dropped out or didn't finish school. Some of them can't get a good job. And who, whose fault is CDs that? These who can't find jobs.
1: Whose fault so, is that? Is uh, it?
6: It's not. It, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Sometimes people. Take no, out that home
1: has they to can't be. That's that. the. Right, that's right, the saying, you have to answer saying,
2: that oh, question.
6: <laughs> right, right.
3: Whose yeah. <laughs> whose
1: who's <laughs> fault is it? Is it the government's fault?
6: Yes. Yes, definitely.
1: How? Because they're, they're
6: predatory. Mm. They know exactly. You're telling You're me... You're telling me exactly. because of the pre,
1: the predatory exactly. loan is why the person dropped out
6: of college. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the predatory loans is why the person... A lot of people are in, in financial you know, trouble in this country. The government has to do something. And they go pass two something later. What, are you, they what know. are you talking about? Here's what they should do. You Here's can pay off
1: your student do. loan. You, you can pay off your student loan if you actually get... a a profession that pays the right amount of money and you actually treat it as a serious thing, the problem is people do not treat their student loan as a serious debt that they need to pay off. They play around. And like you said, they go into deferment. Right. Forbearance, deferment, over years. And they
6: make it so easy. They make it so easy. Oh, well, 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 she, she so that was too easy.
1: Yeah, they <laughs> make it so easy for you not to have to make the payment. But at the same, we gotta do a part two. We gotta do a part you two. We can't have both. We well, can't we're doing
2: have both. We do a part two. We do a part both. two.
1: Bro, Listen, no, no, no. I, I gotta, I gotta go to sleep sometime tonight. We're gonna do a part two. Anybody who felt like you didn't get your full thing off, trust me, this Friday we're doing part two on Friday. Part two on Friday for anyone who feels as if you didn't get a full full uh opportunity to the you know complete your argument. All right, call it from seven oh six two two four two one six. all are up. So call it from seven oh six. You're live on the air. What's going on?
13: Hey, what's up, JT? How you doing, man?
1: Now, I am doing good. Thank you for calling.
13: I hey, agree, it's always good to hear from you and everything, man. It's a great conversation. You've uh kind of uh, brought up tonight, man. You know, I'm hearing a lot of uh, excuses out here, man. And, uh, you know, the tough thing about, I kind of get it, man, because I think we've all been there. Like, oh, boy, it's like talking about predatory loans and all those kind of like trigger words and stuff, man. But, man, how long have we known about this? You know, it's kind of like somebody, anybody who like at this point pursues being a teacher and then is upset with the pay. It's like, (laughs) bro. (laughs) You you already do. A long time now that being a teacher is not the best pay. You know what I mean? So you can't use... uh, As a surprise. You know, know, like, I hate my income. You know, I wish I got paid more as a teacher. We get paid. We don't get paid enough. It's like, yeah, well, but we we, we know that. When we were in school,
1: our teachers would complain about not making a lot of money. Right. And you still chose to become... A teacher now, exactly. Still, uh, you know, a teacher at, being a teacher is still one of the top five careers that you can te- right. have and become <clears> a millionaire <throat> if you do it yes. correctly. If you do it mm. correctly, you can't yeah. be a teacher and want to live a rock star lifestyle.
13: You got to be a teacher, <laughs> right? Living a teacher's lifestyle, lifestyle, right? <laughs> right, but don't nobody want to do that because that's not sexy.
2: Oh, no, of course not. Don't right. nobody want
13: to do that. But with this with this predatory loans. Listen, man, I'm gonna tell you what I tell told my kids, man. I keep mm-hmm. it real with my, my my sons, man. Um, I tell them, you know, I want you to go to college. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something, man. You are going to get a degree, that's worth something. Either that, or you going to the military. Because <laughs> then you can uh, to the military get you a good job. You get your GI bill and you could you want to go in here and you want to get an arts degree, liberal arts or something like that. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> use your
11: bill to do it. <laughs> use your GI. Uh, no. That's the truth. Where,
13: yeah, where's
1: I'm all, not, all not, the people see. who complain? It's like, okay, they were predatory. They were predatory. Every one of y'all were aware that you could have went to the army or any other military branches oh, right. or whatever, and you could have got your education for free.
2: Oh no, you chose
1: I, not to because yes, you sir. didn't want to go to the army. That's yeah. a choice you made. Right. You did that. Now, and hey, nobody tell me what to do. Right? It was like, <laughs> hey. 9 11 <laughs> happened my first week of school, my senior year. I wasn't going to the military.
2: Right. Not me. Hey, thank you for everyone who served,
1: <laughs> or
13: let all y'all.
2: Yeah, that was me. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, I appreciate it.
1: But 9 11 happened my yeah. first week of my senior year in high school. And trust me, they were recruiting everybody. Not
2: listen, me. <laughs> but listen. What's going to be me? It, uh, yeah, he probably can't hear me.
13: Oh, yeah. At that point, right. they was taking felons. Oh, you got a couple of felonies, as hey, long as it's not sexual or something like that. Listen, you, they, t- they was taking
1: everybody. <laughs> on, when I found out my cousin, <laughs> and my cousin is a knucklehead. My cousin is someone that you would uh-huh. never expect to qualify to get into the military. After 9-11, he was suited and booted.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: they were uh-huh. taking everybody. So, yeah, no one's complaining yep, about sure Hey, listen! Great call, thank you. I appreciate it, bro. I gotta go to the next one. Bro. Great call,
2: hey, JT. Real quick, yes, I remember. I remember looking at the. Uh, I was already in-, in this period of where you're waiting to get, you know, to go to basic training, and I remember watching TV and seeing the nine eleven thing happen and being just like, well. <laughs> uh, <sighs> Already signed up. Right. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Boy, you you talking about uh a speed up from calling my, my recruiter saying, hey Linda, we were gonna send you out in eight months. Uh it's gonna be next month.
8: Dave, like, we think you're ready already. It's like you, you, you're you know ready
2: now. Do, you, know do, you
1: know how to do like 25 push-ups, right? I think you're ready. Let's go.
2: <laughs> Let's go ahead boy. It. That's there <laughs>
1: right, I'm gonna read the super chat real quick. We got Nikki in the house as Mohila. Yes, and a, me and Orlando, well, I know, I don't know if Orlando know. Me, I know Mohila very, very, very well. Right. Mohila <laughs> means Mo hell. I guess everybody <laughs> and their mama was setting up their accounts today. <laughs> what y'all doing in Missouri? Listen, I paid mine off. I wrote the check. Mohila is gone out of my life. I don't want to deal with it. And then we got somebody who is in this chat, the rabbit. The rabbit says, JT. Take my call and I will throw some facts at you. Well, I'm not screening your call, rabbit. I have no idea where you're calling from. If you call up and you wait your turn, you'll get a call. Do you think when you call, I got caller ID, rabbit? What do you think is going on here, man? Do you think, oh, I know that number. That's number 758. That must be the rabbit. I'm not going to answer the rabbit because the rabbit's going to throw facts at me. Come on bro, be realistic. Call. Wait your turn, and uh, I'll pick up your call, man. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You all in the, in the all caps. Anytime you are in the chat with all caps, there's an issue, right? Relax. Right. I see all caps. I normally do not read it. It's annoying, right? So, so you know, work on your punctuation. I don't want to read all caps. All right, we got caller from two two four. Caller from two two four. You are live on the air. What's going on?
9: Hello, J C. Um, my question I have question to ask for you um is, what are your thoughts on the public service loan forgiveness program?
1: I think that is a ripoff in most cases because very 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 few, and I know they recently changed the laws, but traditionally, because right. I can only base it off the past few years and not just recently when they changed it, very few people who uh, apply for it actually get it get it an extremely right. low percentage of people who apply for it actually end up getting their loans forgiven so while hey it sounds great and if you can get it great i think there's far too many people who are depending on that program who ultimately end up not benefiting from it right
9: okay so especially that, that's more right so into it. where i wanted to speak on the deserve it piece mm-hmm. and so kind of like, I know you mentioned a piece of reference, you know, a person joining the military, being a service member, right? You join the military, obviously there's certain benefits that are set up in the military Mm -hmm. to help you take care of your education. Right. I'm not in the military, don't know those details, but I know that that's a piece of process. Mm -hmm. Um, Prior before, myself and my wife made decisions to go into college, not knowing each other at the time.
3: Right. uh, My
9: wife, who is now currently a physician, she now finally, a decade later, is starting to make the higher salaries that people talk about. Mm -hmm. But I'm sure you being an accountant are aware to get to that point, that entire period, getting up to that point, they make very, 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 very little money.
1: Yeah. I mean, during residency, they don't, they don't make a lot of money.
9: Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Myself also being in law enforcement, basically, prior we, we made decisions to pursue the process we did knowing that this program was there for us. Now, mm-hmm. like for me, I didn't have to pick up nearly as many loans specifically because obviously, you know, it ain't that difficult to become a police officer. Right. But it's obviously very difficult to become a physician and it's obviously to cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Right. And mm-hmm. as I'm sure you're aware, all physicians don't make anywhere near um, the same amount of money, depending on what specialty you get in. Which right. Also, okay, so I guess my piece is, mm-hmm. if the government says this is the program that we have set up for the general public, and you follow their their rules, and their regulations, and you go through a process, and they give you forgiveness, how did you not deserve to receive that if that's what was presented to you in the beginning. You you do.
1: That's a to- what you're talking about is a totally different thing than the than subject. So let me be okay. clear for the no, no, and I got it for, for people who are unaware. What you're talking about, the particular type of student loan debt forgiveness is the public service program where you are signing up for a program, you are deciding to work within a profession or within an industry or whatever, Mm -hmm. where you are doing something to qualify yourself for the student loan debt forgiveness. We're talking about this new thing that just came out today with Biden saying, if you have this amount of income and you have student loan debt, we're gonna forgive this amount in debt. That's the you don't deserve. You did nothing to qualify. We're talking about the public service thing that has yeah,
5: that's totally clear different.
1: defined uh, things that God, you have yeah. to do to qualify.
9: Yeah. Yes,
1: two totally different yes. things.
9: Right. right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I was just making the clarification. Okay. Oh yeah. So you're speaking of the flat out the flat. I'm giving everyone ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Right. If you have a um, a student loan that's a quote unquote federal loan. Right. Um. And now I heard a lot of people sitting there talking about the aspects of um. People not being not knowledgeable. I know when I was eighteen years old. I, you know how like when you, you sign, okay, you know like you would install like a video game and they would give you the legal disclosure and you check off and say yes, I read whatever. Right, I read the Are whole thing. Like
1: from? yeah, like an iTunes update or okay. something like that. Yeah.
9: Yes. Okay. So I think what's happening, unfortunately, and I would say only more recently in my life have I taking the time to become um, more physically aware of how things work and saving, and retiring, and all those different things. Right. Like, I'm now 35 years old. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the wherewithal when I was 18. And even though my parents were both college educated, a lot of that knowledge and information wasn't passed down. And so right. I think what's happening is a lot of these people across the board are signing up for, I'm going to say once thing. Predatory because it does say in there in clear English language what you're signing up for, but <laughs> people yeah. don't understand. I don't think there's a full comprehension of what type of fiscal situation you're going to put yourself in and what's mm-hmm. going to be tied to that later on. And, you know, now if you're going to give me $10,000, I'm taking it, right? Because right. Yeah, for <laughs> you're sure. You're going to give it away anyway. Um, mm-hmm. Right. So I'm, I'm with you on that. Right. It's just. Oh. I Is that, okay. I really wish the government would work to help people. I do think the ten thousand dollars will help a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I just hope mm-hmm. that they also would build up on, on on I guess their fiscal awareness so that they don't get back into that.
1: Situation. They won't. They won't do it. They won't do it because they're not in the business of teaching responsibility and accountability. <sighs>
0: Because the
1: people who are voting for them do not like those type of words. They don't like responsibility. They don't like accountability. And if you are, if you dare to speak about these things, you will get unseated. You will not get reelected. So it absolutely will not happen. But hey, listen. Thanks. Thanks for the call. I I appreciate appreciate it. It is. It's not. It's not going to happen. We actually. Yeah. That's another call that where we agree. They don't deserve it. Um, but yeah, it's it they're not going to do that. And remember, this isn't that the student loan forgiveness isn't going to help you. Yeah, it's going to help you in the short term. In the short term, yeah, it's going to mm-hmm. help you. But it doesn't just because something helped you doesn't mean you deserve it. <laughs>
2: it's a totally different thing between and, 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 deserving and it helping. And I also think that people are thinking that you're saying don't take it. Like you don't, don't oh, no. you dare touch it. Go get it. You know. <laughs> go get
6: it, yours, baby. Go
2: get it. <laughs> right. Go get it. I agree. I agree. Just
6: go
1: get it. This is what it. Is. Caller from two one six. You're live on the air. What's going on? Hello. Yes, ma'am. Oh, great! You can hear me. Okay.
7: Mm-hmm. So, I have an issue. And oh. hello, everybody.
11: <laughs> hello. Um,
7: <laughs> thanks for taking my call. Sure. My issue is with all the relief and whatever came out since the pandemic, I don't think that I've ever heard anybody say, you know, that the people that received some relief like didn't deserve it. Like Mm -hmm. I'm somebody who works full time, but Mm -hmm. I worked part time as a waitress for four and a half years at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. When the pandemic hit, lost my job, as a waitress. Mm-hmm. Nobody cared about, you know, the $1,500 extra income that I lost. Right. I couldn't go to work. It, it was just gone. Nobody cared. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't say, like, even though nothing, none of my stuff got replaced, like, you know, that a person, did they not deserve a PPP loan because they made a choice to open a business and that's just the cost of doing business?
1: No, 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 no. Okay. Let, let me make sure.
7: because. <laughs> okay. No, I want to make
1: sure we're on the same page here, okay? When it comes to the stimulus money, right? If you are a person who lost your job because of a government shutdown, no control, Mm -hmm. you had absolutely no control. The government said, you cannot work. Stay in your home. Well, if the... If the government then say, listen, because we're going to keep you from working, we're going to give you some stimulus money. We're going to give you some unemployment income because we shut you down. You deserve it. If government made the problem and then they supply the solution to the problem, you deserve it. This is something different. This is something that obviously you have control over student loan debt getting into student loan debt managing your student loan debt is something that you have 100% control over the government did not force you into anything in situations where well, I at, get that
7: I huh? get that
1: okay so I then then I, then I, I think said, we I agree.
7: Here. what i'm saying is though I, I don't know you know what i'm saying is mm-hmm. is that in agreement with what you just said All right you know they gave out like child tax credit. Nobody said, oh, well, you should only have two kids instead of having five kids. We're not giving you that money. They just okay, L- money. Let's, let's touch on that. And I'm L- let's touch on that.
1: Hold on. Let's, right let's keep it right there. Let's, keep, let, let, let's freeze right there. Yeah. Freeze right there. That's a great point. The child tax credit. Now, the child tax credit is an anti-poverty type of thing. Okay, mm-hmm. that is in place. I get that. Right, right, right. That is like a social safety net type of thing for someone who has a child. The government is giving you a break because you have expenses that someone that does not have a child does not have to incur. Right. Right. Yep. Now and this is yep. once again an anti-poverty thing. Because when you get a you know higher income and certain things like that, earn income tax credit, stuff like that, you Disappears. don't qualify because your right. income gets you out of the bracket to take advantage of these anti-poverty things. Now, here's the issue. Earlier in this episode, I talked about a moral hazard. Moral hazard, right. basically meaning when you take the consequences away from someone's actions there they become more risky with their behavior i know personally I right i know personally because of things like section 8 uh vouchers earned income tax credit welfare people's yeah. behaviors in having extra children that they cannot afford but they know that they can qualify for welfare i see that their behavior becomes more risky because mm-hmm. they have they don't have to deal with the consequences 100 percent because of right. government handouts so once again it's if about not, personal responsibility
7: so i'm gonna say like i lost income i didn't get any unemployment because i had a full-time job but my full-time job it paid the bills and left me nothing so when i lost that income mm-hmm. it was like a big problem okay right so i'm saying nobody cares That money never got replaced. It was just gone. My point that I'm trying to make is Mm -hmm. that different people got different kinds of relief. And I know Mm -hmm. what you're saying. If all the people get too much relief, then ain't nobody working for nothing or they're going to be worse off. I just don't understand the differentiation about relief that some don't deserve it and maybe some do. Oh, oh, then listen,
1: I'm going to give your particular situation, I'm going to use your situation to help illustrate my point, okay? Your situation. Right. You had a full-time job and apparently you also had some self-employment, right? Yep. Okay. The... Because of the shutdown, you were unable. Well,
7: it wasn't self-employment. I was a W2 employee. I was a waitress. So oh, I another had job. W-2. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So
1: you had you had two jobs, main job and a side job. The side job that was X'd out because of the shutdown, but you kept your main job. Yep. Okay. Right. And because right. of that, you did not qualify for self-employment. I mean, if you did not qualify for Correct. the unemployment, because you had your full-time job.
7: Correct. And I do have a right. business. I couldn't get the PPP loan because I claimed a loss.
1: So I wasn't eligible for that. Gotcha. Okay. But in your situation, the government did cause you to have less income. That's unfair for you that you did not receive any kind of relief for the income that you lost 100% caused by the government. You deserve some payment back for that. And the government has nothing in place that I'm aware of to help Pay you back. No, that does nothing there. Nothing.
3: I'm
7: but that's totally is different. Is that's totally different from to this student loan thing. It's the working poor. Right. It's slightly too much to get help, but not ninety seconds. What I'm saying to you is, as a student loan holder, right, and they're offering me some relief. I don't understand the differentiation about who deserves or doesn't it, deserve let, whatever kind of relief. Listen, it is.
1: you deserve relief based on the job that you lost because of a government shutdown. Right. You do not deserve right. the relief based on the student loan, but the way you're looking at it is, well, it's they didn't together. give it to me yet. They didn't give it to, it to me because of option A. They're giving it to me because of option B, so I deserve it. And that's
7: not that's not I'm correct. But I'm telling you to go ahead and take it. Huh? What I'm saying when all the, the money is flying and a free-for-all and it's, it's just a cash cow, I mean, People raided everything. I haven't taken anything. You know,
1: because you're you're a responsible adult who saying, doesn't have criminal tendencies.
7: And we're differenti- We're just differentiating who got what, right? And that some deserve and some don't. And that's my only issue. Not that your point isn't about the ultimate outcome, right? But I don't understand the differentiators. because when they were giving out fourteen hundred dollars, I got a cousin. They got seven kids. So they got
6: a lot of money. Ten what? seconds. But uh, uh, well, I'm still in the negative. ain't got
7: nothing. It's and, unfair.
6: Hey.
0: Exactly. Hey. It's unfair. Hey. But, but listen, Sometimes listen, listen. That listen. my mind.
1: Listen, it's unfair. I got to let you go and go to the next caller. If, if, if you want to, we're going to do a part two on Friday. I'm going to let you go. But the point that I'm trying to finish is it's unfair. Your situation is 100% unfair. You do deserve some sort of government repayment based on the fact that the government made it a major situation where you got less income. But you're trying to equate the student loan debt thing as payment for that. And it's not. This is something totally separate. And think about this. What if you didn't have a student loan? You would still be, you'd be even more pissed now. Because you'd be like, (laughs) you didn't, the government didn't repay me for the fact that I lost my extra job and now the government is giving a bunch of people who got student loan debt money, and I already paid off my student loan, so I'm still not getting anything. You would be it, even more pissed.
2: Yeah, it's a it's a combination of exactly all the stuff that you just said, and then on top of that, she's seeing other people make money, too. So it's like, and I'm in this situation, so why do they get it? Based on their whatever situation that is, maybe they got it right, maybe they didn't get it right. But now, in
1: a handout, yeah, a country, not now, I
2: deserve to get it because if you got it, I definitely deserve to get it, you know. (laughs) (laughs) That's how it's looked upon, you know.
1: That's and that is the difference. Shouts out to my brother Theodore Jones, the third. He said, I'd say if the U.S. can send over 10 billion in Ukraine military aid which taxpayers have to pay, the U.S. can provide aid to U.S. student loan debtors. But that's the thing. Who are the U.S. student loan debtors? Because there's a lot of people who would be considered the needy, people Mm -hmm. who are living below the poverty line who don't have student loan debt. This program doesn't help them. So now we're picking and choosing. If you are privileged enough to be able to get to college, we're gonna create a program that benefits you. But for all of you who weren't privileged enough, because going to college is a privilege, it's not a right, Yes, it's a privilege. So if you have a student loan, you were privileged in some way, shape or form. What about everybody who's living below or at the poverty line who does not have a student loan? What's their program? Where's their $10,000? Do they not deserve $10,000? If you if everyone with a student loan deserves ten thousand dollars, what about everyone who's at the poverty line, who doesn't have a student loan? D-
2: then they would just say everybody deserves it. Everybody, yeah, everybody.
0: <laughs> give, it, give it to everybody. <laughs> I don't that's, care. Like, everybody. That's the program that's going on right now. <laughs> well, it sucks to be them. Okay.
2: <laughs>
1: calling from listen, we got caller from six eight two three one three seven. I feel like there's mo- listen more of y'all calling. Y'all can yeah, be. me. Do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't She's be up gone. all night man we got two hours and 20 minutes so far we're, we're gonna do a part two we're gonna do a part two this is too much because if, if I go rapid fire and I make y'all go, do 20 seconds it's gonna be unfair It we're over two hours I'm not going any longer we're gonna shut it down listen call on Friday I'm not even gonna do a long monologue on Friday it's gonna just be part two And I'm going to start taking callers at the five minute mark of the show. That's as fair as I can be because y'all not going to keep me up all night. Y'all cheating. I told y'all phone lines are closed. I remember the last number and we're way past where the last number is. So listen, we're going to close out this show today. We're going to do a part two Friday at the five minute mark. I'm going to start taking calls. Each and every one of you who are on hold right now, call in on Friday. I will take calls. Uh, someone A new person just called, just popped up. I'm looking at the phone line. You just called. You're not even listening. I it's, listen. Orlando, let them know what they can find over there on your channel.
2: Yeah, so we over at my channel, we're talking about this crazy housing market. So if you are looking to get into a rental property or just get into your first home, jump over to my channel and we talk all about the craziness, which is the housing market right now.
1: Perfect, perfect, And I, I, I gotta leave out on 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 my brother facts for gentlemen. Listen, if you can't read documents, then go to college. It's like you're you you complaining. Oh man, it was so confusing. Well, how are you gonna get through algebra two? Like if you were so confused by these loan documents, how were you ever? I mean, let's just.
2: You're
1: about spit ready, out my water. Right? You weren't <laughs> ready. You weren't ready. And I, and I get that, but there's gotta be some personal accountability. You have to just say, listen, I made mistakes. I'm going to clean up my mess. Now, if the government just so happens to help me out of the mess, even though I don't deserve it, I'm going to take it and I'm going to move forward, but stop acting like a victim. You're not a victim, right? You may have been naive. You may have not done your due diligence because you're an adult. Remember, remember how proud you felt when you were 18 years old how big of an adult and how grown you were right how grown you were when you graduated from high school i'm grown now i could do what i want i'm grown well why are you acting like a child now why are you acting like you're you were such a kid right you can't have it both ways you can't say that i'm an adult i'm grown i'm gonna go out on my own at 18. i just graduated high school and then now, oh, well, I was a dumb kid and they took advantage of me. You can't have it both ways. But you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. You can contact me Friday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time when we do part two. Shouts out to all of my members, my official pocket watches. I thank you guys so, so much for supporting the content. Make sure you hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and share, share, share. I will be back Friday. 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, part two of You Don't Deserve Student Loan Debt Forgiveness. See y'all then.